What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick those facts and we don't care about your feelings in the building. Interesting topic today. Did feminism ruin the family legacy? Or can you still create generational wealth? And that's you. This is on the topic of the blue chip mindset in the series that is the series, the blue chip mindset. And we're going to talk about something here. And I'm really targeting in men that have worked their hard way to generating wealth for their family. And somehow, somehow their kids effed it up. All right. And how did their kids F it up? We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about other topics. So do me a favor. Buckle up. You went here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of king, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. New, 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 new world Mr. Order. Coachellini, better known as a prognosticator, Coach Radamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bucker with every woman's fantasy, EWF and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. <laughs> and you can contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel in the building. New, 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 new all right, so order. anyway, <laughs> all right, let's get to it. The evening show is uh, should be a little bit shorter as uh, the morning show goes a little bit long. That's what she said. And that's you. And uh, also, <laughs> all right, uh, let me see here. And also, uh, we want to get involved with the show. Not that many topics for the evening show. So uh, buckle up your seatbelt and let me get some earlier contributors or some contributors that contributed late. And shout out to the king of country. He says, shout out to CGA. More blessings and great job in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you for being here. And uh, let me check if there's anybody on the other apps at all. Uh, shout out to no government name BH in the building over on the cash is app. And your boy Ghost J says he, if she wants to leave, let her go. Thanks, coach. Let her go, man. The best thing that your lady can do is uh, leave you. And he says, uh, you know, the lady in your life, the lady in the life, the best thing she could do is leave you and give, make space for some attention to be put elsewhere. All right. You will find and that one of the basis of the books that I, whether the basic argument in my books is that many of the resources that you're putting into your relationship sometimes are wasted resources. Thus, when there's an absence of a romantic partner, or a former romantic partner, you you will have more money. You'll start to pile some money. All right. We have no government name says address me by my pronouns, thou, thee, and thyself. I appreciate the content. Keep your foot on their necks. My man got pronouns, thou, thee, and thyself. Everybody, let's remember that. Appreciate you. All right. We got pronouns over here. He has pronouns, but we're going to adopt it and say, we have pronouns. How are thou? I love it. Thyself. I love it, man. Shout out to you and shout out to Maryland guy says I was on the app called Photo Feeler where women rate how attractive you are. I got a three out of 10 and I'm five foot seven. He says, I, I put a picture of a Chad next and he got an eight out of 10. If you're not a Chad, women think most men are straight up ugly. 
Wow. Shout out to you, man. That's an interesting experiment. But it's just an, it's a necessary experiment just so you can get a little bit of that red pill for yourself. Ninjas will be depressed. I often tell you, start a, start a dating profile as a very ordinary woman on a dating app. Okay? Someone that is not ugly, but she's nondescript. Okay? She's not attractive. She ain't ugly. She just... Right in the middle of the road, not a seven. She's like a regular five and a half, six. Now, you can be a handsome, a decent looking guy, a decent looking guy. You will get nowhere near the traffic. <laughs> All right. You will. Yeah. Basic Becky. You will get nowhere near the amount of attention as that basic average stock factory issued woman. I call them stock factory issued. And it's a reality. It's it's what it is. Um, it's just the state of our world and then start one as an ugly chick and then you'll get a real wake up call. <laughs> start a, start a app profile as an ugly chick. Um, back in the day, I actually had uh, a chance to experience this, uh, back in the MySpace days, I had a client, a female client who was married and she had been married for a while. She was a suburban housewife. Like, not a suburban housewife, but a suburban MILF housewife, if you know what I mean. Like, those are two different housewives. She was a MILF. She had the titty implants, and she was really small, flat-backed. I mean, super, she was flat-backed. It looked painful. I was like, damn, that's some flat-backs. All right, but um, I she didn't know how to do MySpace back in the day. And as you guys know, I know how to kind of do a lot of that stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll open up a MySpace account and tell you how to post your pictures. Man. <laughs> The messages that she used to receive was out of control. It was out of control. I'm going to tell you one of the nastiest messages. So, you know, ladies, I'm telling you, I kind of know what it's like. Unfortunately, the nastiest message I got was from a ninja. He printed out a photo of the woman and skeeted on it and snapped a picture of the photo and sent it back to the woman. I was like, <laughs> I said, bro. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> I was like, man, y'all ninjas out here doing the uh, most. And that was in what? That What year was that? 05? It was about 05. I said, man, I will never. <laughs> he snapped the photo of the picture with the skeet on it. Of the photo of the woman. Yeah, man. I said, man, I can't. Yeah, that brother's starving. Well, I don't know if it was a ninja, but I don't know who the male was. I can't tell you. I don't know if it was a black dude, but it was, I don't know who it was. But um, I don't I didn't see a photo of him. I don't remember the photo. But uh yeah. Anyway, dudes are bad, dudes are down bad out here. So you guys gotta understand what women go through. Um, and, uh, you know, if you, I remember there was a celebrity, was it Wayne Brady? It was a celebrity during COVID where his daughter was like 17 or 16. And he had to come out and say, dude, there's dude sending my daughter and she's underage, sending her salami pictures all up in the DMS. I mean, dudes are down bad. So you guys got to watch out for dudes a lot of times. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch to say about that. Giovanni says, don't fall victim to the 304 organized crime gang sponsored by 
yours truly, the crime family play that there's the barbecue in there it's barbecue in there the organized crime family as a matter of fact you know the family structure has been under attack for quite a many decades now and now you know you're, you're gonna see people reversing course you see people um it, the interesting thing about um you know this 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 everybody knows what's happening everybody knows feminism and and whatever but there's still quite the attack on this space or the people who are believed to associate in this space and their job is to vigorously take down these spaces or people and to bait and to, and to make the people in these spaces look bad. And then ultimately they are upholding the, the priority of the destruction of the family, which is odd because they're looking at us as the, we're the destroying of the family. I mean, it's weird. And instead of attacking that, they're coming around here and they'll attack us. It's absolutely weird. But if you if you notice what many of these conservative politicians are doing, you know, Ron DeSantis, we shared this earlier this week. He's trying to strike down lifetime alimony. You recently heard one of these states really went after child support. OK, they're looking at it. 50 50 custody. There was a Ron DeSantis actually has had another significant impact in which he's trying to preserve the family. Okay, so there is a lot of, uh, there is going to be a progressive or a movement to actually go backwards to de-incentivize, de-incentivize certain groups, particularly women, from finessing and finagling the system. Okay, so you're seeing that as well. So anyway, shout out to your boy, Ron DeSantis. And my brother Kevin Sullivan says facts on those attorneys. My job just got hit with lawsuits three years after an employee, an incident with an employee. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And that was at the end of the show this morning. And I told you, as you guys are getting rich, starting businesses, one of the things that you'll have to do is get legal help and counsel from a variety of angles. And there it is right there. Um job got hit with lawsuits three years after the incident with an employee always stay ready last one uh he said the conservatives woke up late yeah i'm not big on the conservative movement they are they are very reactionary um they are like clutch your pearls they're mostly all talk no action and by the time they make action uh, because the conservatives double dip you know what i mean the conservatives double dip themselves so you really can't trust like the liberal or the conservative side many times because they, the conservatives double dip. They take advantage of the situation. And then when there's no more time to take advantage, then they want to come out. Oh, wait a minute. We're holier than thou. <laughs> right? They want to come out and stand on their holier than thou. And they always 30 years too late. After the shit hit the fan, now they want to come out. All right? Those people think I'm a conservative. I do have conservative idea and principles for the most part. But I see them as very reactionary, very much on their heels, mostly talk, no action. And, um... You know, it is what it is. They they be late to the they be late to the game. And anyway, Macaroni Tony with all the recent with the recent passing of the male fitness influencer who was on TRT in your warning to be wary of the uh, physique grind. Yes, he says I've decided not to hop on anything. It just keep it one hundred percent natty. Thanks, brother Greg. And um, I have experienced you know the physique grind. I actually gave up the physique grind, meaning that. You know, I actually reached my physical peak. What I thought was my physical peak, I could have probably pushed it a little bit, 
But when I was starting, when I was in the fitness, my fitness years, all right, strength and conditioning mostly, this was at the height of Instagram's, you know, welcome committee to the world. All right. So with that being said, this is prior to YouTube bodybuilders being very popular. I saw really fast how dangerous Instagram influencers for fitness were. And when I got to a certain place fitness wise, I saw people starting to hop on um, what we call gear. And that's how you were going to stay relevant. And the one thing that has changed is that people are trying to stay in peak condition all year long. Okay. And that right there is where you're going to mess up. And it's very competitive. Even a very, very muscular guy will have trouble gaining an audience in today's social media landscape. And that was that happened right when Instagram started to become popular. So I was like, I'm not going to push it that hard because people were taking a, a gear. They were trying to stay muscular and lean all year long. They were trying to stay healthy. You know, body your body's not supposed to maintain peak muscularity and vascularity and leanness 24 it's not supposed to be like that um all year long even the most professional bodybuilders go through phases bulking phases they go through um uh, phases where they drop weight and get cut cutting phases but people were trying to stay lean and rip all year long i was like what the fuck mm. i was like this is too much the only ways you can get around that is being genetic a genetic freak so there are some people who are straight up genetic freaks I'm not saying that this is going to happen to all of these fitness trainers, but I saw this very early and I said, I'm not going to hop on that. I'm not going to try to stay at peak condition 24 seven. It is a mental drain. All right. It is a mental drain. So some people can do it. Uh, some people you don't know. I've said this. I've been on the record. I've said some of the most unhealthiest people that you will find are fitness fanatics and freaks. Okay. So people that are super lean and ripped, and where you can say, you know, obviously it's not natural. Unfortunately, the the couch potato, the couch surfer will look at that person and say, I want to be like that person. The problem is some of the um, some of the habits that these people have to maintain these physiques are not real and they're not realistic. They're actually dis disgraceful ways to treat your body. And you're going to put punish your body. You're going to punish yourself mentally, mentally. So be careful with that. Just talking to you about a, a person here. I have a um, degree in kinesiology. I have a master's degree in sports science. And I have a strength and conditioning. I used to, I probably, I don't know. I haven't checked on it, but I had a, a strength and conditioning certification with the NSCA, National Strength and Conditioning Association. So I've been around in the gyms. You cannot... And some of the things that they sell to you are more disgraceful than dating coaches, right? Three-minute abs and things like this. Unrealistic workout regimens. Regimens by people who are gym bros, gym science. And it's quite confusing. It is quite confusing. What you, What is equally confusing as these is, unfortunately, these people are on, are on cocktails, potentially, that they will not admit to when they send you the nutrition plan, the workout plan, and so forth and so on. They won't tell you about the diuretics. They will not tell you about the phases that they eat. They will not tell you how much um, how much pro-hormones they're on, any particular gear, steroids, TRT. TRT will be separated 
uh, from those gear and pro hormones. Those are something separate. They will not tell you those things. And it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful. And anybody who thinks that anybody's clean out here and they're lean and ripped 24 seven, you're an absolute moron. And I'm not even going to argue it. I don't care if they're have a background where their people are massive and big. You people out here are completely clueless. These, these people are not lean and ripped and muscular at the same time, 24 seven, 365. So anyway, yeah, HGH and all of that stuff. So really, really understand if you're following someone like that, know that these things are going to cost a lot of money. All right. And I'm saying this from, I'm saying this from a man to another man. I've watched bodybuilders and professional wrestlers and muscle heads all my life. You're going to be shocked as the amount of people that eventually come out and say, yeah, I was on gear. I didn't tell anybody. I told you to say your prayers, eat your vitamins, but I was just puffed up on steroids, <laughs> right? But you thinking they're eating potatoes and, and brown rice and chicken. You think they're drinking, uh, uh, you think they can drink beer and go out and party and then not be on any juice and be natty. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful, but these HDH treatments, these testosterone treatments, TRT, uh, steroids, um, and we're talking about steroids that you inject versus the ones that you gobble up and eat like Skittles. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, your liver is going to be, be uh, doing backflips, brother, <laughs> right? Mm. All right, from the young people. So anyway, anyway, oh, it's, and also your professional fighters in UFC uh, competitors, stop. When, when there's that much money on the line, you're going to do the best you can to take as much of an advantage as you can. And yes, these guys that get in the ring, combat, gladiators and combat sports, you think they're natty? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do a. You're gonna have to do statistically. There are more unnatties than natties. Let's just say that, brother. All right. So anyway, oh, and I don't want to talk about the NBA and the NFL players. We we just gonna keep it going. All right. I'm not here to shit on everybody. What I want is men to be safe. Really be safe. I've been around gyms for you know most of my life. Basketball gyms, athletic. You guys don't realize what's going on out here. So I'm saying, protect yourself. Protect yourself. You cannot afford. You cannot afford the the bill to the expense, the whole foods, the sprouts, the vitamins, the supplements, the injections. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. I know bodybuilders that make a lot of money on YouTube, and they are out here broke because of the amount of gear that they're taking. So let me just keep it going. <laughs> And uh, enough about that. I appreciate that. But I'm here to let you guys know from one man to another. All right. And I'm not a guy that's anti-gear. I don't mind steroids or testosterone. I say do what you want to do. If that's the that's the road you take, if that's the road you take, go ahead. That's your own life. And uh, be careful. Have a physician. Do your blood work. And uh, and, and go for it. And watch your, men watch your mental health. Uh, I know a lot of people who are in great shape and mentally they're effed up. They are some of the weirdest individuals I've seen. Mostly the women, the women gym competitors are crazy. They're they're crazy. They cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You have to be somewhat crazy to push yourself to these extremes. All right, but most of the women are crazy, and then the men, I'm like, man, these guys are something else, man. 
They got some personalities that are something else. So anyway, <laughs> all right, so protect yourself out here. We want you guys to have realistic goals and be healthy. With that being said, we're going to get into a little doom and gloom. <laughs> a little doom and gloom, CGA. Yeah. I've been around some extremely crazy, fanatical fitness women. They cuckoo. All right. They look good on photos, but they crazy. All right. They crazy. And they breast stink. Okay. They breast stink like protein shakes and, and uh, vitamin capsules. <laughs> and they be farting and shit. Yo, but they be doing some wild shit, bro. They be, their testosterone be kicking in. All right. Let's get into the doom and gloom. Uh, what do we got here? According to uh, some economic data, U.S. Chapter 11 bankruptcies filings jumped 68% in the first half of 2023 from a year earlier. This is according to Epic Bankruptcy, a provider of U.S. bankruptcy filing data. They said this on Monday, right before the 4th of July. Now, there are differences between Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13. Chapter 7 tends to be personal debt. Chapter uh, 13 tends to be uh, debt that you're going to package and repay. And Chapter 11 is a sort of a reorganization bankruptcy, mostly for businesses, but you can use personal expenses in it as well. According to them, it says the growth in filings is reflective of more families and businesses facing surging debt loads due to the rising interest rates, inflation, and increased borrowing cost. This is the American Bankruptcy Institution's Executive Director, Director Amy Quackenboss. Quackenboss. Well, I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. She said that in a statement. A total of 2,900 commercial Chapter 11 bankruptcies were filed in the first six months of 2023. Mm. It says right here, Epic says, compared to 1,766 in the same period last year. So, uh, you know, I mean, I always do my quick maths and I say that's a, almost a double, you know, 45 percent. That's almost a double. And, um, you know, this is just at the middle of the beginning of the year. We haven't even hit the big powder keg of the student loan debt repayment program. That's going to um, resume here at the end of August, I believe, or early September, maybe October. I'm not sure when the student loan debt is going to be back, but um, I think it's somewhere this fall. So pay attention. Maybe. Maybe your first payment might be due September 1st or October 1st. I can't I can't really figure it out, but um, I'll do some investigation on that. And that's going to cause a very, very big damper. Uh, not immediately, though. Is it August 31st? So your is your first payment due August 31st or uh, September 1st? Let me know what that is. Um, but uh, it's not going to really again. What you're going to see is you're not going to see on August 31st. Everything's going to go crazy. But let a couple of three, you know, 30, 60, 90 days on credit reports. You're going to see people panic after the 30, 60, 90. Okay. Um, interest in September payment. Interest on September payment in October. All right. So that makes sense. Um, August 31st would be the day we start back. First payment is not due. First payment probably will be due September 1st. You'll get interest on your payment by October 1st. So you're looking at 30, 60, 90 credit report. When people see that, they're going to be upset. You're talking about November going into the holidays. People are going to already be down 90 days. And then once you get to the magical 120, it's a wrap. All right. Mm. Now you're going to talk about people, uh, forbearances, deferments, defaults, 
well, you can't really default it, but um, it's going to be something else. So anyway, anyway, we got some more doom and gloom. Uh, speaking of uh, Generation Z millennials drowning. Uh, shout out to the Gen Z and millennials that are doing well in this economy. It's not easy. Um, even as a Gen Xer and a boomer, this economy has been absolutely difficult. But let's play this video because this goes along with our generational wealth talk. It says right here, uh, uh, it says you're being brainwashed to serve the ultra rich. People are starting to become awake. We can't afford our prescriptions. We can't afford insulin. We can't afford health care. We can't afford our education. It's just so frustrating that we did everything they told us to do. We went to school. We got educated. We worked hard. We did everything they told us to do. And then when we're actually out in the world, they want to charge us $1,800 for a one-bedroom apartment. That really ain't shit. And then when they talk about, oh, the future is going to be great for you, you just got to work hard and say, now how? A lot of people don't have savings. They're spending it all on basic shit like housing and groceries. And what scares me the most is that more and more people are becoming aware of how fucked it is. And all we do, we record a video, we post it on TikTok. Now, let's just talk about this, man. Listen, I mean, I get what they're saying, man. Listen, it's a tough time for this generation's, uh, you know, I don't feel bad, but Generation Z has been, you know, I mean, it's not only their fault. And so when these girls are out here going to college and getting their degree, and then the next week. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I got a question. This woman says she's broke, but she got her lip injections, probably a nose job, some eye serum, her hair done. I mean, and a face full of Sephora makeup and Clinique skin care. I mean, so listen, you can't fool me. Uh, you can't fool me, bitch. I know you had some money somewhere, and you probably got it from your daddy. Damn daddy. Yeah, that daddy. <laughs> All right, so let's just get it straight. Let's just get it straight, man. Listen, I know these young people are hurting, and they can't get their misdirected, misguided, and undecided about the world. Uh, this is going to go into my legacy conversation, so I must talk about it. Let's continue. Apologies about the music. She says, uh, when rent is $2,000 for a one-bedroom apartment, obviously she lives in either New York, Miami, or Los Angeles, and people my age are somehow affording marriage, a baby, and a house. Not many, but yes. TikTok, we post it on Instagram, we post it on social media, and then we say, well, I've done my part, and we close out the app, and then we go out about our day. That doesn't fix anything. Because about being a millennial is we just got to watch our parents, like, try their best and be successful. Like, they all had homes and 401ks and health insurance. They were like, we just did our best. And then they were telling us, they're like, just go to college, and you can do anything. If you just I cannot stand people using this music and shit on the damn videos. They don't realize that the music is so severely overpowering the, the, the conversation, but that's neither here nor there. That's just an old man griping. But let's just be honest. Let's just be honest about something. These kids are weak as fuck. All right. Listen, yes, the world has been hard on them, uh, but it doesn't stop them from their phone addiction, their addiction to prescription medications, mental health meds, and so forth and so on. They were weak from the beginning. All right. They're super duper weak from the beginning, weak mindset. It, uh, entitled and spoiled, but yeah, they're getting a raw deal in terms of the increase in rent and the increase in mortgage and interest rates at the same time, the increase in cost of goods and the basic needs, but these bitches also traveling, going to Ibiza, all right, getting poked around, getting their insides uh, uh, pushed to their esophagus, 
you know, they're playing a hand in this too. And they're getting this late start to life. They had probably all the information they needed to get started at 16, but they punk asses didn't get going until 26. All right. So much of it is their problem as well. All right, let's get into it. Just go to college. You can do anything. So we all went to college and now we're in debt. We have no fucking money or jobs or housing. So house, everything sucks. And then they're like, well, why didn't you go to trade school? And we're like, yeah, How can you be mad at someone who literally does not have what they need to survive when it's the corporations that have been underpaying people for years? Profits are up. Productivity is up. Our wages up. No, they're not. And our money, our tax dollars go to welfare. This music is disgraceful. I mean, this is dude, it's so distracting. You know what? I mean, I can't even listen to what she's saying. I can't even get what, what she's talking about. But, I mean, I see what she's saying here. You guys got to realize, man, these people were absolutely duped. I cringe when I hear about women in the workplace. I'm not a person that say I, I'm not a person that doesn't say women shouldn't work. But when I hear about women in the workplace and then I hear gender gap and then I hear they don't pay an honest wage. This is absolutely a disgraceful circular argument that will never come to a conclusion. The fact remains is these people were hoodwinked and bamboozled. Yet what once again, when you put your faith and trust in the people, some of the most deceitful people on the planet. All right. When people would have should have told you a long time ago, um, support your father's business. We'll get into this deep conversation about generational wealth. All right. Do well in school. Don't smoke weed um, in the bathroom. For at lunch with the cool guys, see, they're trying to pass that buck. And then these corporations wouldn't poison us. The government likes us. They wouldn't let us go broke. Yes, they will. <laughs> right. Yes, they will. You guys are trusting corporations. You guys are trusting the government. That's where you effed up. And when people told your ass, people told your ass and you didn't listen. You called them all kind of conspiracy theorists and lunatics and tenfold hat wearers. I done told you. And if you're a young people person listening to me, if you're trusting these people, you're an idiot. All right. But that's what it is. And you can ask is. So, um, hey, man. It's an L on you. You didn't want to listen to me. You thought I was crazy until the real world hit you where the good Lord split you. But that ain't either nothing we need to talk about. Let's go more and doom and gleam. If it, please stop putting music on your backgrounds. I mean, Jesus. Former New York mayor Bill de Blasio and his wife separating to date other people. Wow. Wow. Where's marriage going, man? Where are we going? I think he's already dating other people, and I would be willing to bet. I don't even know. But the most I know about Bill de Blasio was when this guy was trying to tell y'all to go get chicken strips and um, chicken strips and fries in New York to get the poke. That's where I was like, this ninja crazy. Remember he was on the stage eating them fries? I was like, who would believe an idiot like this? I was like, good Lord. But of course, people vote for people like this. These are the losers of the life. This ninja was eating French fries. Remember that shit? He was eating a burger and fries, laughing and sniggling in your face when you were being locked down in quarantine and not being allowed to go from New York restaurant without a vaccine card. This idiot was eating fries. 
mean, I was like, what? All right, man. I was like, this is crazy. Let me see if I can pull up the video. I was like, what? Oh, my goodness. This is disgraceful. I mean, that's how I got kicked off of Instagram, just to let y'all know. All right. What's his name? De Blasio. Eating fried. Yo, it's right there. It's the dude. It's the second. It's the second search on YouTube. <laughs> All right. So you already know. People already know that I'm like, wow. All right. Let me go right here. Free fries when you get vaccinated. Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? The delicious fries. Wait a minute. Low life. But there's also a a burger element to this. Look at his shit. Let me let me check with Bill Needhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast. Okay. I want you to look at this and think about again. Some people love hamburgers, some don't really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Oh my mm. lord. New, 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 new what? Yo, man, when I heard this shit, I was going crazy in 2020. I was like, yo. I was like, this is going to be. He says, think of this when you think of vaccination. What? Mm. Hold up for a second, man. Man, I say these people are despicable. It's appealing to you. Just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mm. Yeah, y'all didn't just never going to live down 2020 and 2021 with me. You're never going to do it. Never going to do it. This was real life. And y'all going to act like <laughs> you guys are going to you're going to act like I forgot. I'm never going to forget. I told you. You're not getting the amnesty with me. I'm never going to forget what you did to the people. All right. This is disgraceful. Anyway, getting back to this shit, because there's no way we there's no way you fell for that. All right. Anyway, you telling me to listen to these governors and mayors held with hell with them. I'm never going to forget. Meanwhile, let's go back to his. Uh, what is this? Who is this man? Lady, is this his wife? Is this his wife? Man, we need to talk about this dynamic right here, brother. I'm all for interracial dating, but this don't look right. <laughs> this don't look right. Okay. All right. Let's hear what happened here. According to the cop, what's, what's going on here? Uh, get this off my screen. Former New York City mayor, Bill de Blasio, he, he lost to, well, the guy that filled in was Scott McAdams. Oh, no, no, no. That's not his name. Mr. Adams. His wife, Shirlene, Shirlane, Shirlane McRae. Man, is she the maid? What is this? Is this the maid? This woman look like Harry Tubman. <laughs> he married Harriet Tubman. Man, this had to be the once most one-sided, sexually deviant couple in America. Eric Adams. <laughs> she got an okay body. This had to be sexual deviancy at a grand level. You know there was some slave plantation sex going on there. You know there was some slave plantation sex going on. Yeah, there was some slave play. There got to be some slave play. I mean, I do it when I, never mind, I'm giving y'all too much information. But I get my reparations back sometimes. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> let's continue let me read this article they're separating after 29 years of and, and everything i say about them is allegedly all right 29 years of marriage separating however mccray says that she and bill are not divorcing and will continue sharing their brooklyn home 
while they date other people. They date other people. All right. So um, is she dating women? And is he dating men? I mean, I really don't know. I'm just asking for a friend. Is she dating other women? And is he dating other men? Potential, potentially. Uh, they just said other people. Anyway. All right. Sherlane confirmed the news of the separation in a text message to the Associated Press. They must have got ahead of that. They're beating out a scandal. They're definitely beating out a scandal here. And she and Bill have a joint interview with the New York Times to speak about their mutual decision. I guarantee you somebody's trying to extort them. Allegedly, there's some extortion going on. And somebody was going to come out with the photos of somebody in high heels, somebody in pantyhose, and they had to get out ahead of it. They had to get out ahead of it. All right. Somebody had pictures of him in a, in a hood, a white sheet, a hood, and she was dressed like Harriet Tubman. They on the swingers. All right. Uh, it says right here, they're going to do a joint interview. She explained that they made the decision after feeling the spark go out in their marriage. Really? Mm. 29 years, it been gone. All right. Vlad wants me to sign up for something. No, thank you. I think we're done with that conversation. I think they're going to come find me. <laughs> New, 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 new world order. Man. All right. The last one is going to be uh, robots. This is our brother, Big Joker in the ATL. Take a look at this, gentlemen. So we were talking about they're coming to get your yobs. All right. Take a look at this. This is allegedly not the Home Depot girl, but this is a robot in Home Depot. Can anybody predict what this robot is doing in the Home Depot? The Home Depot girl's out ahead of the robot. What do you think this robot's doing? Take a look. Anybody know what that robot's doing? Up and down the aisle. Just just the skeeting down the aisle. Yeah. This is an inventory robot. Checking inventory. Um, uh, up and down the aisle. I mean, this is definitely someone going to lose their job this week, all right? Somebody definitely lost their job. About 15 people lost their job per store if they got this robot up and down the aisle. He said, catching ninjas. Uh, so, yeah, somebody got their hours cut. So this robot, this type of technology is going to be uh, the rage. It's going to be accelerating here in the next couple of five years. And it's going to cause quite a calamity for people who depended on type of jobs like this. This will, be, I believe, though, this will allow these stores to hire a lot of old baby boomers to work these registers because there's really not much work to do. These boomers can stand around on a crutch. I literally was in Lowe's and this baby boomer lady, she was just standing there holding her cane. All right. She was just standing there. And I think she's monitoring the self-checkout area. So you have that. So these baby boomers can get a job that they haven't saved for their retirement. Uh, you don't need somebody high energy, high athleticism to stand behind a checkout aisle. Most people don't use the checkout aisle. They're going to use the self-checkout. So you're seeing a real elimination of job opportunities for a lot of people. And also, you're going to probably see elderly people be able to get hired to do something that, like, if they're going to work the checkout aisle, they probably will have 10 checkouts the whole time. So it's going to be somewhat of an easy job for them to hold. So, yeah. Uh, and the illegal immigrants are going to be in the back. All right. So that's what it is. But an inventory robot, inventory robot, that's interesting. Boy, 
I remember I worked at a store when I was uh, 18 or 19. And we used to do inventory. I think I was like 17, 18. I can't remember. And uh, it was a record store. And we used to do inventory. And there was like a day. They were like, oh, it's inventory day. It was like hell week. I think there was like two days we had to do inventory. It was like hell week. And do you know, they found so much stolen shit. It was crazy. But it was like everybody was there. It was all day shifts. You were just going through each one. I think you might had a, I don't even know if we had a scanner. All right. But we had to take inventory. It was a goddamn headache. All right. So if you're a leaving, if you're, if you're alleviating, alleviating the human from that experience, that's crazy. All right. Shout out to all the Home Depot, Ace Hardware, Lowe's people. Shout out to them for knowing which screw, nut, and bolts that I need and where to find it in a jiffy. All right. There's some days at a five-figure discount. There's some old people. I'm like, hey, here you go. I need to match this screw. And this old man, and sometimes an old, a, a woman, of a lesbian woman, it's always going to be a lesbian-looking woman. She will have no eyelashes, no nothing. No eyebrows, no makeup, plain Jane. They will go right to this aisle, right to this damn shelf, this little shelf. They'll pull out a little shelf, and they'll pick out a screw. Oh, okay, they'll go to this shelf. They'll pull. I'll be like, these ninjas are magicians. <laughs> these ninjas are magicians. I'm like, how did you find that in this whole store? Then you went right to the shelf and was a shelf away. I'm like, these people are nuts. This ninja, he looking like Schneider from um from that show in the 70s. I can't even think of it. Can't even think of the name. He got his tool belt. He know how to mix paint. <laughs> these people are straight geniuses. What one day at a time was the show. All right, let me show you the man in in, in the ace hardware who be ready. Let me see if I can find him. He looking like Schneider from uh, One Day at a Time. Oh, the older version. The older version of Schneider. He stopped, I stopped him from mixing paint in this ninja down there. <laughs> Let's see here. We'll pull him up. He like a he like a 40-year-old. He's like the 40-year-old plus version of this ninja right here. That's how he looked. Oh, what screw you need, sir? I got you, Bob the Builder, Ash Ninja, right? E. He was Bob the Builder. He mix and paint. Oh, you need that screw? Gotcha. Cigarettes rolled up all in his. <laughs> oh, man, man. Shout out to all those brothers, man. At the Because you guys saved me hours of time trying to look for what I'm looking for in there. All right, let me get back to the show. I think that was it. I, I, forgot, to, I forgot to put the right banner up, but it's okay. Mm. I forgot to put the right banner. Oh, man. Where are we at? Let's get to the super chats and check out on you brothers here. Shout out to uh, Emmett Trill. He says you should look into the carnivore animal-based diets. Yeah. He says look up Paul Salandino, Sean Baker. Is that the bodybuilder? That's Maybe that's a different guy. He says you don't need much to stay lean and mean. He says you also don't, uh, you also don't avoid the high glycemic carbs and seed oils. Man, I know some guys that are, you know, definitely on the carnivore paleo type diets and they be just eating just meat they don't eat nothing else barely veggies they be eating meat pause pause but um anyway i love it man you guys got to really find your diet my 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 advice 
my advice for nutrition, because I'm not a nutritionist. All right. I know what works for me. I think nutrition plans are very, this is a professional here. Nutrition plans are individual. It's based on the individual. You got to look at your body type, ectomorph, mesomorph. And um, you got to look at if you're a goddamn shaped like a pear, what your genetics are, sometimes your blood type, um, you know, any other disorders that you might have, um, any other disorders, maybe you're hypoglycemic, hypoglycemic. Uh, there's a bunch of things uh, uh, that you need to look at. And I believe that one diet does not fit all. Okay, one diet does not fit all. And people will ask me, well, what should I eat, man? Brother, you guys do. You guys got to check your blood type, check, check your genetics, check your risk factors. Are you um, prone to be able to be able to catch diabetes and shit like that? You guys got to know, man, because what works for me ain't going to work for the next person. Anyway, yeah, shaped like an egg with legs. <laughs> Where are we going here? And check your budget. Yeah, and it is the racism that people are experiencing and the struggle to ends meet. That means the diets don't work the same. It definitely the diets don't work the same <laughs> for for black women. And uh, you also have to uh, never mind. Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. And uh, an ancient man says prep for what's coming. It's called food 401k load up now or pay through the nose later. Food 401k. Food is going to be crazy. Oh, man, they're already preparing you guys. I mean, I know you think I'm wearing a tinfoil hat, but they they are preparing you talking about crickets, um, ground up crickets. Some of people were talking about eating bugs, and I've been covering this along the way. They're taking away. They're taking away the idea of you having access to what we understand would be the slaughterhouse meat, if you will. So the animals that are slaughtered, it is not going to be immediate. It's going to be a progressive to the point where Generation Alpha is going to be used to it. Um, and then they're replacing these meat replacements. You have Bill Gates being behind some of these things. Dude, in 20, 30 years, it's going to be common to realize that things like a steak or a slab of St. Louis ribs will be a delicacy. I mean, it is. It's going to be. A, it's, it, this is an absolute fact. All right. This is where we're going where we're going all right brown 310 says looking to buy my first cigar any recommendations oh man any recommendations uh fuentes fuentes are a good cigar i mean there's a bunch of good ones i guess if you're starting off um they got, there are some basic cigar packs most of those basic sample cigar packs you're never going to find them but fuentes are a good place to start and uh realize the the type of cigar that you're gonna um smoke if if, in fact, um, you know, going with the smaller one, the bigger ones, the torpedo-shaped ones, um, there's some other ones. There's some other ones. Uh, Padron, 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 1965 anniversary cigar is one of my favorites. And um, there's some other ones that uh, uh, there's one I'm forgetting right here that I love. Somebody says Swisher Sweets. I would not start with the Swisher Sweets uh, just as a recommendations or the Black and Milds. But I get it. You know what I mean? Listen, I can't tell you. Philly Blunt, stay away from. Um, but um, <laughs> you guys, I wouldn't start with the Switcher Sweets. I would go for a Fuentes or a Peron or any one of those. 
Uh, stay away from some of these other ones. Monte Cristo is a good one. I like those in particularly. And you should also know the difference between a darker cigar and a milder cigar, a lighter shade cigar. The longer smokes pause, the ones that are longer pause versus the ones that are shorter, sometimes skinnier. And uh, I would start off something small like that, smaller and a little bit more rounder, fatter. These smokes could take you about an hour to smoke. So um, that's definitely something um, going on there. But those are the ones you can get here in America and uh, all of that. Anyway, pause. I like I like my favorites are Fuentes and Perón. Perón. Where are we at here? Face Vax says the free agent lifestyle versus the simp agent lifestyle 2024. He says they were giving the poke in train stations. That seems healthy and sanitary. Kind of. New, yeah. new, 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 new world order. <laughs> um, Yeah. They were, I mean, bizarre world. It was absolute bizarre world. And have you, do you guys notice nobody's talking about it anymore? That's what I find bizarre. Everybody just moved on. <laughs> okay. Now, I can see moving on and being like, oh, we moved on. Everybody made their decision. I think people moved on and they're quiet about it. Like, they don't even want to talk about it. Like, hey, remember that time y'all was out there? They like, man, be quiet about that. Hey, man, shh, man, look, man, I don't even want to talk about it. That's what I find bizarre. Like, it, bring the shit up. I bet you people get extremely uncomfortable. Hey, remember that time y'all was harassing people for wearing masks or not wearing them? Remember everybody was shaming everybody? Hey, man, man, hey, man. man. <laughs> All right, shout out to uh, Zoe, man. Says, I predict another Great Depression. The house of cards, man, the house of cards. Well, the funny thing is we've been in several recessions and they have been hiding the fact that we've been in recessions. So I think, and when we say they, you do your own deductive reasoning. But they're kind of moving on. I don't think they will acknowledge that we're in a depression at all. They're never going to come out and say we're in a depression. They just going to have people fucked up. Ninja's going to be out here bad. All right, Joseph M. says Bill de Blasio and his wife allegedly stole $750 million from the taxpayers that was supposed to be used for mental health. They are allegedly, according to Joseph, both thieves. They certainly don't look like they got $750 million, but if you know, you know. We're going to talk about generational wealth. We're going to talk about what you're looking for, what, I, what signs that I'm looking for that people are skimming off the top, right off the top. All right, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Doxy Trash, the robot scans, aisles, and merchandise that have uh, RFID chips, so the store has current stock for online sales. And it says, and when you Google if the item is at a near store, a nearby store, and he says right here, getting rid of jobs for RGIS inventory specialists and such. All right, so that's how they do that. I always wonder how they did that. I don't trust if they have it at the store. So that's how they do it. So, you know, they might do this at nighttime. And so you don't see it during the day, probably. So I wonder. So that makes sense. So you go online and you say, hey, is this store? We have it at this store. Yeah, you would need something like that, a robot. You wouldn't need to be able to do it humanly. I, I thought they used the cash register, but that's me. So inventory. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. S.W. What's up, coach? Nothing but respect for you over here. 
I've been watching your channel almost daily for the last year. Bought both your books, and you got the remedy, my brother. Free agent lifestyle, and we do it. Thank you, man, for all of the support. I appreciate you, man. And a lot of people quietly support like that, so I appreciate you, man. Jabari says, uh, where do you find genetic testing for diet coach? The fitness influencers that I follow don't prioritize showing off and actually put in the work. Um, there are some nutritionists that are around that will do uh, that type of genetic testing. Sometimes blood labs will do genetic testings. Blood labs are your friends, all right? Even if you don't have benefits, you can get a lot of testing done in some of these laboratories. Watch out for nutritionists because these people do, you know, they'll interview you. Half the time, it'll be an unemployed old 50-year-old woman, and uh, she's going to give you a diet full of estrogen like a 50-year-old old woman. So go to a, something like a blood lab. Uh, uh, um, people say a, a men's clinic. They do have men's clinics. Uh, some of them do uh, do testosterone. Okay, they'll, they'll do TRT, and they'll also give you some blood labs for that as well. So they'll do your blood labs there other than the blood, cl uh, blood clinic. So they'll do the blood. He says the labs don't lie. Yeah, get your labs, man. I would say get your labs, all right? Every man should be doing blood work, all right, on a constant basis. And it's going to tell you a bunch of shit. It'll tell you about your cholesterol. It's going to tell you if you're prone to diabetes. Uh, if you don't like doctors, just go to blood labs. You can do your STI test. Somebody says, I work in the lab. What do you have to say about it? What do you have to say about the labs? I like the lab. They get your STI done there. How often? Well, if you're sexually active, I would say every four to six months. If you're taking anything in terms of supplements, TRT, and the likes, you're talking about every three months. All right, every three months when you're talking about cycling stuff. If you're looking for nutrition, maybe not that often, once or twice a year. But as you change your, he said, as you change your, um, as you change your diet, as you change your supplement, and your nutrition, if you're doing any injections like testosterone or TRT, if you're doing any injections like that, you start taking B12, anything. You change uh, your aspirin. You take you take start taking Tylenol for some shit. You want to, you want to take, you want to get your blood labs at least every uh, three months or more. Uh, so anyway, these things will catch things. These things will catch things that you were not aware of. So get your blood work done, especially if you're taking steroids, pro-hormones. If you're doing it without blood work, you're probably going to mess yourself up. All right. And this is just me just telling you, and it's not, I'm, this is not down to a science. If you change your diet, get your blood checked first before you change your diet. If you start taking steroids or pro-hormones or TRT, get your blood work before TRT after TRT or mid-cycle TRT. And then you're going to see what happens. They might catch something. They might lower some dosage, hire some, ser um, uh, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, you know me and name. And STIs, if you're sexually active, at least six every six months, okay? If you're changing partner, if you're going raw dog in three women um, and you haven't caught up in your own woman 12, Oh, if you're taking drugs too, any recreational drugs or any of that, get your blood work, okay? But if you're going raw dog and multiple women, go on and get your blood test done, all right? You can go to a blood lab. 
It, you're talking about 150 bucks. 150 bucks. You can run up and down. They'll do your syphilis, your gonorrhea. They'll do your chlamydia. And uh, sometimes they'll do a HIV. They'll do a HIV test. And this is just to make sure. This is just to make sure. Um, just so you, just in case you catch something or you have something dormant um, and you catch something, you can actually whittle it down to the last five girls you are with. <laughs> Uh, not serotonin. That's another word. But anyway, you can whittle it down for the last six girls you were with. Cause I know, man, I know what's up. Cause y'all go raw dog and y'all be like, I don't feel no burning. You'll go raw dog. I don't see no herpes. Uh, you'll go raw dog and you'll be like, it burned a little bit. You go raw dog. You get the drip. You start drip, drip, dripping and puss, puss, pussing. And you'll be like, mm, and then you'll say, mm, maybe. Maybe my salami sick. And then guess what? <laughs> you done passed it on. You see her slurping it off like ice cream. And you're like, well, maybe that was uh, maybe that was some precinct. <laughs> Yo, you like, what's that fungus growing down there? Uh, I'll overlook it. One of the things we have in our mind that works against us. This is a really, really important show. One of the important things that we have is men and women have this. Human beings have this. It is the stage called denial. Denial, right? So in our bodies, our bodies tell us a lot. We have a powerful immune system, and your body's going to alert you when something's wrong. But because we have denial, people, people will get, your body will start telling on you, and warning you of something, and we ignore it. Women have this when they're teenagers, and they become pregnant, right? And they become pregnant, and they'll be like, mm, oh, okay, my period's late. All right, I'm getting sick. I'm throwing up, and I possibly am not pregnant. There's no way. And they'll be having sex with five guys. Then they'll keep it going, all right? And then they'll say, this is my husband, Joseph. And then all of a sudden, then it's the immaculate conception. But they'll go six months. They'll go with the entire pregnancy they'll go the entire pregnancy won't tell anybody they'll start wearing bigger clothes they'll suggest that they are gaining weight they'll have boob sensitivity and they'll completely deny that they're pregnant then they'll tell them they're pregnant and they was like no i'm not so denial is real denial is real when we talk about stis you'll get a burning sensation you'll start pussing you might get a little bit of a spot you'll be like that's a hair bump i mean you'll start bu bubbling up like uh, looking like a, a, a Rice Krispie treat or a Mounds bar or a M Almond Joy. You'll start looking weird and uh, you'll start growing fungus and shit like that. And then all of <laughs> you'll be like, well, 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 maybe it maybe it's because I, you know, wore the wrong basketball shorts. Maybe all of a sudden. Maybe it's because I've been wearing compression shorts when I've been hooping. All right. Come on, bro. I'm just. This is how I have to get you to remember these things. You'll remember these things. So you best be on your. I don't have any experience with any of this. Somebody says, do you have this experience, CGA? I ain't had never had nothing. So not I. All right. Not I. I ain't never been. <laughs> I don't know what these experiences are. I just worked at a university. So I know. All right. I ain't never. Oh, look, they get in my stream over here. New, 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 new world order. I ain't had none of this ish. So I don't even know. I ain't never had nothing. 
Somebody said denial. I'm just telling you. I'm just here to teach you. I'm just here to teach you. New, 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 new world order. Um. Anyway, I just you know. Anyway, shout out to Harem King says started intermittent fast started intermittent fasting and swimming. And he says, strange how schools never teach you real knowledge at all. At all. Schools don't teach do. If you're in school to learn, you're in the wrong place. I'm going to just let you know right now. You ain't going to learn shit about life in school. All right. School is uh, school is uh, a requirement by the state. That's it. If you want to start living in the real world, you better supplement your education with anything other than school. School is school. It has nothing to do with nothing other than training you to be an employee. Most of the times, somebody that's going to scan pot pies and chicken fingers uh, for a living. If that somebody that's going to sit and get fatter and fatter behind a desk. So I'm just letting you know, brothers, this school is school. School is a great barometer to measure your discipline and study habits. But there's a lot of A students out here that work for a bunch of C students. Never determine where you're going to be in life based on your performance in school. The one of the things where schools fail, and we're just shooting the shit today because this is the facts or feelings podcast. One of the things that I think is good about school is going to determine your disciplines early on. So you will have discipline and habits that will take you further. All right. But it does kind of put you in a box that you're not going to have a lot of creativity. It kills creativity many times and just focuses on getting you in a certain place. I've always worked. I've worked at public school. I've worked at I've worked at high schools, middle schools and universities. I'm going to tell you some of these teachers are absolute morons. All right. They don't know shit about life. All right. And I'm not saying that to demean them. Just me as a man, most teachers are goofy to me. I don't have a great amount of admiration or respect for teachers. So, um, and I know I've been in the teaching program. Most of the people in my teaching program were idiots. And they were going on to go get jobs. All right. And so these are some of the low, low aspirational, lowly ambition people in America, teachers. Many of the women are overweight. They sit at these jobs for 30 years. Ain't did shit with their life, and they're gonna tell you, you're gonna tell you're gonna see them, and then they're gonna give your kids advice about life. Please. It's disgraceful. But there is something good about it. You can learn, you can develop discipline, you can actually get through with it, move it, use it as a stepping stone to get what you want out of life. Um, <laughs> get what you want out of life, and um and then you can actually propel yourself to a better opportunity by getting and taking advantage of the educational system. The educational system is much of just busy work. And most of these teachers aren't even certified in the subject matters that they teach, if you really want me to know. And what also education doesn't, um, doesn't determine is, is your maturity level, or as they say, your maturity level. Um, the way the age, the way they dice up ages I was a young student. I was young for my age. And the one thing that, you know, when you combine these evils where women are like, I'm going to put my kid in school and they use school as daycare, what you will find is that because a kid falls in a certain age limit, your parent will put you in school. Okay. Your parents will put you in school when you have no business being in school. 
You have no business. You should be at home. You should be actually preparing yourself, readying yourself and maturing for your educational pursuits and endeavors. But women and, and parents and single mothers just throw their kids in the school at the first chance they can get so they can use the school as free daycare. All right. Now, many students, especially minority students, don't even know how to write their name, don't know how to spell shit, don't know how to grab and distinguish colors, don't know anything about how pies are sliced. They don't know a goddamn thing and they'll step their ass in school and that that kid will be behind already. That kid will be behind already. You have people like me that graduated school at 17. When I had no business even being in any of those grades at that age, I should have been held back one or two years. One or two. <laughs> right. One or two. Some parents don't have disciplinary um, habits for their kids. And these kids are ill-prepared to be in a classroom setting of 15, 20 students. They eating boogers and, and, and glue and glue and glue to their hand. They they disrespecting the teachers. And because these kids, these you know, parents don't have the right priorities in order, their kid is not prepared for school. And then they're immature. And then they're sometimes not even in the proper age and grade. But <laughs> it is what it is. And they're set off on a path of failure from pre-K. Distracting the class. And this is why public school. You guys are already off on the on a path of destruction. You're ill-prepared. You're not in the proper grade. You don't have the habits going into school. You don't have the preparation, the maturity. You guys, are, it's a disaster. And now you can't fail students. It's Man, I'll tell you, man, the, the public school education doesn't consider these factors. And they are greatly, greatly, they're greatly um, uh, going to impact the kids' experience with education for, for a long time. And I also think we should also explore separating the genders, well, although they have 150 now, separating boys from girls in the education system. I'm, I would, if I was president, if I was president, I would, I would revamp every damn thing, all right? I would have to be king. I would have to be king, but I would separate the boys from the girls um, and um, and start from there. Because that's going to give boys a greater educational experience, probably not at the beginning, but somewhere around puberty, puberty, puberty. OK, we're getting talking about middle school, sixth grade. I probably would say the boys school is over there. The girls school is over there. All right. Round around sixth grade, certainly seventh grade, certainly high school. All right, anyway. So, yeah, man. Somebody says, I don't think it's a good idea. That leads to reading rainbow crap. It it it, it can. But uh, shit, look at us now. Ninja, we getting reading rainbow shit right now. All right, but anyway. Speaking of reading rainbow, did you see that basketball player clapping his homeboy's cheeks on camera? What's that basketball player's name? We'll get to the straggling sniggle. What is that NBA player? He didn't go to an all-boys school. Man. All right, Jalen Green. I can't play it. I can't play it here on YouTube. Jalen Green. Now, take a second. Go pull it up. Pull up Jalen Green. He's trending. It's probably on Twitter. I saw it on Instagram. Apparently, there's an old video of him with this AU basketball player. And he had him toes 
up. He had his player, and they're close, so they're dry humping. They're they're practicing. He had him 10 toes up. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't never seen no shit like that, bro. That shit was on pause central. <laughs> Who is Josh Christopher? He's a basketball player, too. I could not believe what I was seeing, man. That was some unbelievable-ish. So, anyway. <laughs> man, pause. We got to pause on that one, man. They said it's more videos, too? Oh, my Lord. Hey, guys, look. There ain't no room for shit. Like, now, if they zesty already, maybe they zesty, but they leave 10 toes up. It's on Twitter. Man, that was some sugary shit. <laughs> all right. Anyway, he says, I'll take your word for it. I asked all I needed to know. But Gen Z, 21% zesty rate, right? 20% for sure. He said, it's a skit. I can't even put that on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. That was reprehensible, man. Absolutely, man. I was like, what? Man, listen, they're going to have to come on out. They're going to have to come on out. They, there's nothing about it. If he comes out, then it's cool. I'm going to be like, hey, that's just who you are. Oh, man. Somebody said it's misleading. Hey, man, listen. What am I What am I missing? What am I not reading into it? What do you want me to mislead? Oh, they were practicing? They was they were simulating? It was a skit? Oh, they was just messing around. No, nah, let me tell you. We don't mess around like that. <laughs> I don't mess around like that. Anyway. So, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Oh, man, this is disgraceful. I wish I could show it on YouTube, but I ain't never seen no shit like that before in my life. All right. I was like, yo, these Gen Z boys. Is he a Gen Zer? I think he's a Gen Z boy. These Gen Z boys, man, they be out here voguing. <laughs> oh, it's on YouTube. Hold on for a second. Let me check if it's on YouTube. If it's on YouTube, I'll pull it up. Let me see here. Jalen Green. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. They got a whole. Oh, man, it's going crazy. Oh, it's on YouTube. All right. I'll give it a shot. Y'all, look, man, you know what? I'm not going to do it. It's not going to be a part of my show. Now, just look it up yourself. It's on YouTube. All right. So anyway. Yeah, I don't play games like that. All right. Let's get to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Speaking of, and this, we don't have many videos. That's why I'm ad-libbing today. So let's get into it. Hi. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? right? All right, let's get into it, man. Straggling Sniggle Theater. We're gonna talk about when men hit that bottom. Remember, I've been warning you of when you hit that bottom. Well, we have two ladies that's gonna testify about you men that like to put in and go knee deep in these women. And we have it's to accept accountability. If you're going raw dog and you're going deep, and you're splitting her, and she got the, she cocked them legs open, and you're going in, and you're hitting that wall deep. When she goes crazy, it's going to be your fault. So I accept the accountability. You got to read the signs. You got to see what's up. And if she starts to act funny and cuckoo, we have to say that we did that. We did that. And here's going to be a lady explaining about that bottom. All right, so here we go right here. We got two ladies and another woman after this. They're going to explain what happens when you hit that bottom. 
You remember, that's why it's why I was saying the other show, don't let every man hit the bottom of your vagina, the root of your vagina. But they and don't you, know about the bottom. They don't know about the bottom. Yeah, that bottom one. But see, every man may not know because he might not have a penis to really know how to hit that bottom or how to lift to hit that bottom and work that middle with a woman. She spread her legs wide and she starts screaming, saying, yeah, daddy, that's it. Or she might start cursing or screaming out all types of profanities because he doesn't hit the bottom. And now her mind, she insane. Her mind ain't good because the penis done ejaculated all in her brain. She's gone crazy. So you don't let every man hit your bottom and your body remembers it. Just like a man will put a woman over doggy style or maybe get a mirror or something. Then they start hitting that woman from the back or on her back. They hitting her. Then they start talking. They start saying all kind of stuff to her while they're hitting her. And see, that woman is being seduced. She's being seduced. He's breaking her down, man. He's, he is screwing her into submission. He's screwing her into Yeah, you know, she, she know what's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all going rounds. You're doing long marathon sessions, 30 minutes, an hour, just digging around. Shout out to Steph is cold. Y'all just digging, digging until she booked. You breaking her back, blowing her out, and then you wonder why she act crazy. You wonder why she act crazy. And we, as a man, we teach you what's real. We teach you the facts. When you do that to a woman, when you do that to a woman, she's going to flip. You might not be able to ever get rid of that woman. You might not ever be able to get rid of that woman. Um, This woman's going to submit to you and do anything you want. Sometimes guys got to even get there. But once you do that and the woman says and them legs fall open like that or she grab her toes and it's a wrap. You don't realize what's happening when she's doing that. She's submitting me out and it's a wrap. And so you go to digging and then, yes, she go back and reflect. And she going to you're going to you're going to drive her crazy. So with that, I'm telling you, be careful what you're doing. Be careful what you're doing. She's going to be yours 30 years later. Yep, if her leg's shaking, sometimes, sometimes you might think she's been in these streets. Let me give you all the real. This is the father, the dad you never had. Shout out to Tom Lakers. This is the uncle that you should have had. What you're going to do is you might think a woman's experienced in the bedroom. She might think she's experienced, but then she runs upon the wrong dude. Then that run, that one dude is going to dig her like nobody else's dug. And you're going to be hitting that bottom where nobody ain't hit yet. And when she starts saying things that are submitting, this is yours, I'll never leave. This is great. She starts shaking in convulsion. She might squirt. She might do a whole bunch of things. You might think that she's accustomed to this. And she's like, every man does this. No. Not everybody, man, not every man has done this. Not every man has done this. She might have had a couple of five stroke specials and did just that and did that. But you want to go ahead and put your face between her legs and do things to her and give her a couple of. And then she's like, nobody's ever done this. And then you wonder why you can't get rid of her. So take accountability when it comes to this, because this is real. This is absolutely real. So uh, <laughs> if some of y'all got millimeter Peters and some of y'all got pencil salamis, you're in trouble out here. You're in trouble. And this is what they would call digmatize and all of that stuff. And if you just, you know, some dudes think they, they could just uh, stab the woman to death 
and they think they're doing something. Yes, you don't need to stab a woman to get it, right, to get her there. Most of the time, it's going to be close contact, close to her where you're doing this, all right? So you're not doing no long. It's going to be something where you're close and closer in and you're swiveling your hips and you switching up strokes, right? You're going fast and slow, and it's 7 to top, 7 o'clock, and the drop top cruising the street, so watch out. Now, this other girl is going to tell you the same thing. And this looks like a Puerto Rican. All right, she looks Puerto Rican to me. She might be a black woman, but this is a public service announcement. And I'm going to tell you, sorry, apologies for her language here, but she cannot take it. She cannot take it. She got to tell you what's going on. She looks like a sister, but it might be a Puerto Rican or Dominican. Let's get to it. Hey, besties. Fellas, if you got good dick, and you know you got good dick, please be a little bit more selective of who you decide to give that good-ass dick to because when a bitch turn crazy because your dick is fire and we stalking your Instagram and your homeboy Instagram and everybody Instagram stories to see what the fuck really going on and you trying to blame it on us, talk about she was crazy already. No, 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 no. Bitch, your dick did that. Please, can we just have this understanding? Because I'm just, I'm tired of motherfuckers saying that, that we crazy when you gave us good dick. Bitch, the dick, the dick did that. Do you think I want to wake up every day and slash a motherfucker you think I want to get up every day and lurk somebody Instagram? You think I want to get up every day and stalk you and be in the bush somewhere and try to see what the fuck you are? You think that that's what I want to do in my life? I got shit to do. Your dick made me this way. And niggas with good dick always act like they don't know what they don't know what the problem is. What you mean? What's the problem? We had sex. What you mean? Bitch, I'll kill you. We did not just have sex, nigga. My soul. My soul was involved, nigga. Yeah, well, there you go right there. She started off. She started off looking nice and sweet, like a nice and sweet Puerto Rican. Okay. And uh, them Latinas, them Afro-Latinas, she looked like a Dominican or a Puerto Rican. I can't tell. But, yeah, you guys will find out she flips out. And then you start saying, she says, you think I want to get up and start slashing tires? You think I want to get up and stabbing you? You think I want to get up and stalk you? No, she don't want to do that. That's what she says. But you put it on her. <laughs> Somebody says, I don't even believe that. Man, y'all don't realize what y'all be doing to these women. Some of y'all ain't never done it to a woman, so you don't get it. All right. Yes. Somebody put it on her. <laughs> Somebody put it on her and they went knee deep. Look at her. She's a pretty girl, too. She's a pretty girl. And you went in there. And she going crazy on you. So you got to be careful with it. Um, if you don't intend to be with them, just give them the five stroke special. Just give them the five stroke special. It's true. They call it digmatized. It's been something around for a long time. All right. And, um, you know, dudes are not, they're being reckless out here. They're being reckless. So watch out for that. Let's go to the streets out here. What are we doing here? In these streets. All right. Somebody said Cam Newton's girlfriend. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, what is this one right here? This is a what's going on here. We got get them daddy season out here just because you don't see get, it. Yeah, get them daddy. Get daddy. All right. What we got here? Get them daddy season. Uh, somebody has saw some sugar daddy activity and they felt the need to record it and get all in a business. Sweet of the week. Ooh. Love it. Love How much that all right, uh, take a look right there. As you can see, not my girl. 
Girls ain't out here. Get him, daddy. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, daddy. Yes, okay, daddy. There's a price. And look at this man right here. Look at this Humpty Dumpty Ninja. He definitely got money. I got money. My man went to the junior college and got him a girl with a fatty. All right. Patty with the fatty. And she's like, daddy, take me out. Spoil me. My main shout out to the coach gang. Look at my brother here. Look at his dude here. I don't know, man. White Wolf is back. White Wolf is back. Look at that. Look at that. Yep. Holding hand in hand. Hand in hand. Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy, baby. It is daddy season. Get him, daddy. All right. He said, I want a sister. Can't resist the red beans and rice. Didn't miss her. Attention, all ladies. All right. And look at that. She got her Jordans fresh to death. She got her outfit. And it's time to give up some sugar. It's time to get up some sugar. Oh, he look at this ninja belly. Good Lord. Look at him. He's shaped like an egg with legs. And he pounding out your girl. Unbelievable. Not my girl. Yes, your girl, brother. A thousand dollars goes a long way out here. Get him, daddy. A thousand dollars goes a long way out here in these streets, bro. Oh, look at that sister. That look like a sister or a Puerto Rican. I can't tell. Shout out to him. Shout out to White Wolf. Hey, man. Just imagine this girl about to get clapped by this man right here, man. Boy, we live in a world. It's an evil world out here. It's an evil world we live in. What your future wives are doing. What are your future wives doing, man? Let's go back. What are your future wives out here doing? Look at that. Boy, she thicker than a snicker. This is New York City. She thick, too, boy. Look at that. She got the beep. Oh, my goodness. What are we doing out here, man? This is an evil world. Get him, daddy. Get him, daddy. <laughs> man, you cannot catch up to the world. And the dark side is going to be in full effect. What did I tell you about your mama? What did I tell you about your mama? You know, she got some good ass Christmas gifts for her baby son. Her baby daughter got good ass Christmas gifts this year. They got bikes, skateboards, hoverboards. They got scooters, PlayStations. <laughs> right. This is crazy, man. Wow, man, man, what a world we live in. Okay, I love it. Let me see if I got a couple more. Um, I got, uh, oh, I got a brother here. We got to talk about this brother right here. Uh, we brothers, we got to step our game up. We out here looking real bad out here, sneaking around. Uh, this is a guy. Oh, I got to turn the music off. Uh, let's turn the music off. Uh, here's a guy right here. He's on a scooter. Uh, in the middle of rain. This looks like Miami. This definitely looks like Florida weather. And uh, there's a brother here riding in the electric scooter on the freeway. What is this ninja doing? To, uh oh, he has a passenger. He has a passenger. What do we wait a minute? Wait a minute. Take a look. What look at this ninja? Let's go back and replay that and zoom in. Ninjas out here, coach. I don't pay, mm. coach. I don't pay. Take a look. <laughs> oh no, brothers. We got to do better. Of we Ninja swear up and down that they ain't paying out here. 
then just swear up and down that they getting it for free. <laughs> Us black men, we gots to do better. We got to just say we out here throwing our salami down in the gutter. All right, we gutter diving. We got to talk about this because this is a healthy looking brother. This brother with a good set of self-esteem, this brother should be doing well in our society. Okay, is this Denver, Colorado? Okay. We out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> man, she looking like, she do look like Kermit the Frog. What are we doing out here, brother, man? Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. We have to stop this lingo. I know, black man, I know what you do. I've been a black man for 47 years. I know what we doing out here, brothers. I know we dumpster diving. I know we're taking the lowest of the low. We're taking the low-hanging fruit. I, I see brothers out here winning. Congratulations, brothers. I see brothers out here winning, and they're doing well. The majority of us, like 90%, are taking absolute trash. And we're doing things, trying to get it the easiest way we can. But this is despicable. The clearance aisle. There's no more. We cannot deny it anymore. Too many dudes that been caught lacking. Too many of us have been caught lacking. And take a look at this right here. Uh, he probably say he the pimping too. So, hey, to each their own, to each their own, they look like a happy couple. I mean, what woman would ride down the middle of the lane on the freeway in the rain? I mean, you got a down-ass bitch. But we got to start talking about something going on here. We got we to gotta aim higher. Like, meaning, like, get yourself in a better financial position. Like, you know what I mean? But he, like, at least I ain't no trick. All right, yeah, brother, I'd be a trick. I would be a trick in 10 years, in 10 minutes before I let this woman be anywhere near me. Tricking ain't that bad when this is where you're doing, brothers. It's either dumpster diving or tricking. Start tricking. All right, Jesus. <laughs> this is getting bad out here. I'm tired of y'all ninjas. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> this is crazy. And he's look at what he's getting for free. She a real one. All right, ladies, do you agree with this? Gentlemen, think about this, man, of what's going on. This lady says, um, this lady says getting gifts from a man is a red flag. All right, man. Black sisters, y'all gotta get y'all shit together too. Your mindsets are so disgraceful. All right, it's disgraceful. Here we go. After our first date, we went like on some little walk by the pond, real cute. And the next day, he sent me like a full spa care package. For what? Uh -oh. Like what? I, I ain't going to hold y'all. A spa care package. I'm talking about like facials, deep stone, massage, everything after one date. That right there is a red flag to me now. Like when people start giving you big packages and big presents like so early on, that's a red flag. That's the beginning of love bombing. No <laughs> My man said, ain't no way. No way she just said that, bro. Fellas, go ahead and give up now. Yeah, she said it. And so we got to talk, man. We got to talk. So there, she's like, man, you know, it, it, this is the beginning of uh, an imbalance, a power structure, and something like that. It, it's interesting because now it's going <laughs> to it's gonna lead into, well, what if she likes the guy? Is it still a red flag? I'm going to read a couple of comments here. It says right here, y'all are living, wait, literally giving your women a minute or something. 
Okay. Uh, this guy's. I'm trying to read his abonics. Y'all literally are giving y'all men away at this point. It's really sad, to be honest. There is a way to see if a person is genuine, ask the right questions. The fact that grown people can still be fooled by fake love means you have not done work on yourself. There's a lot going on here. Says, that's just her. Please understand, that's just her. Says a white woman. White women know the game. They ain't never turning down no free shit. This woman says she's a red flag. Maybe she's a musty, and he's trying to tell her nicely. This one says, no, that comes off like trying to buy her. It's a great gesture for later if you make it to the relationship status. But when you're just getting to know her, it makes her think you're up to something. Yeah, man, we are going crazy. It says, I learned early some men do it out of control. Here's another one. It's trauma from her past experiences. Okay, we have the self-diagnose. We have the diagnosing psychologist here. She is throwing up her guard so it won't happen again. People deal with trauma differently. Love bombing is real and so forth and so on. This one says a, a shouty sweetie says he sent her a damn spa kit. How is that love bombing? It is bath soap and a facial. Damn it, I'll take it. So we got a lot of going on here. A lot of times people are dealing with a lot of issues. She says, Hey, too early on to give me a spot kit. Too early on to spoil me. And a lot of guys were getting mixed signals. If you're a guy like in your 20s, you don't know if you're coming or going these days. Some women are like, spoil me. The other women are like, don't give me nothing. Women are like, give me money. No, give me money. Just imagine how much and how, how entitled you have to be to say, nah. I don't want no spa gifts. <laughs> All right. So anyway, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be something we, we dealing with. I, you know what it is? I think we're exposed to too much too soon. We're exposed. Our innocence is gone. Let's get to these super chats. We need to go back to a period of innocence. We got super chats. We got super chats. Shout out to Delroy Simpson. Coach never stopped talking about 20 and 21. He says uh, the U.S. became a light communist state. Okay, he says it became a light communist state. First Amendment went right down the drain. Politician flexing power over ninjas, etc. Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, I've been very dude. If you guys didn't see me in 20 and 21, I was going crazy out here. I was actually letting people know that they were violating just about every single right. And I was right. They ended up coming back saying they, they violated rights. All right. Even Joe Biden actually presented today that they're now saying, oh, the First Amendment was violated. We talked about social media companies and censorship. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, maybe we censored the wrong people. So we're despicable. Despicable. I knew they were doing it. And I said, they ain't got the power to do what they're telling you to do. I said that a long time. I said that right at the beginning. I was like, they, they can't tell you to do anything they're telling you to do. You can volunteer if you want. All right. But now ninjas done forgot. Right. <laughs> Now y'all done forgot. Y'all done forgot. Imagine, y'all think that was like five years ago. That was literally last year. But I'm never going to stop talking about it. And if you mad I'm talking about it, I get out. Because I'm going to keep bringing that shit up. <laughs> right? I'm going to keep bringing that shit up. That was one of the worst social experiments that we failed. And I said this at the beginning of the 2020. 
I was like, we about to fail this social experiment real quick. I was like, this is a disaster. And we failed it. By the way, I'll never look at you people the same. I lost complete trust in the human race in 2020 and 2021. I will never trust any of you ever again. This is how this is how bad I got it. I'll never trust any of you ever again. You guys have failed you and failed everybody else. This was an absolute despicable. And that's why people won't talk about it. You hear nobody's talking about this shit. Oh, we just not don't talk it up. Don't bring it up. Absolutely failed it. Mm. Neighbors, relatives. You know how many families broke up because of that shit? You know how many people didn't get invited to weddings and baby showers? You know how many people didn't get to hold somebody's new, your new nephew and your niece? Because you had a belief system that didn't agree with other people? You know how many people lost businesses? You know how many people lost custody of their kids over this shit? It was an absolute disgrace. All right? People acted like monkeys. Absolute monkeys. They folded like a goddamn cheap suit. I was like, this is dis this is disgraceful. The behaviors. And now absolutely nobody wants to talk about it. And when I talk about it, yep, they marriages were destroyed. People lost employment. People lost their ability to support their family. Disgraceful. Anyway. And if you don't like me talking about it, please kick rocks. Because you ain't going to change my mind. I think the way that people behaved was terrible, all right? It was disgraceful, despicable, all right? Anyway, now to hell with whatever else was going on. I think the behaviors of our neighbors, of our citizens, showed your true colors. That you ain't shit out here. That's what it showed you, right? Everybody thought the sky was falling. And I was like, yo, we losing it out here. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They thought the sky was falling. I was like, yo, you guys are bugging. Let me see here. Let me put it up here. See if I can pull it up. You guys turned into Chicken Little out here. They started, let me see if I can find Chicken Little. I want the original Chicken Little commercial. They turned into straight up Chicken Little out here. Oh, man. Can I find the commercial? I can't find it. Anyway, let's get into it. Super chats. Shout out to speaking my mind. He says, did the DeSantis of Florida end forever? He says, did the, wait, did the DeSantis of Florida end forever alimony? No, it's just the bill. It's just the bill at this point. But uh, who knows if it's going to get voted in. But what they're doing is they're targeting I think what's happening is this is the counter punch to men waking up and not getting married. Okay. So there's a punch counter punch. There's a reaction and there's an equal and opposite reaction. What DeSantis and his likes are doing is they're seeing the writing on the wall. They're seeing it and they're looking like these guys are not getting married. You have Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, the likes, Pearl Davis blowing up. You don't you 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 guys don't realize we are he signed it we are we are bigger than you believe we are a movement it's not a movement 
We are philosophy that's bigger than you think. Don't ever think that the media and politicians and people in power don't know about us. They know about us. They know about all of it. Fresh and fit. They know. They know about either. The, they know about those four for sure. The rest of us, they might know us on the periphery. I personally don't want to be the one that everybody knows. I'll just be here with our brothers here. They know. And they know men are avoiding dating. They tried to shame. They tried to use everything. They said, you guys going to be lonely when 45% of women become single. How are we going to be lonely? Aren't the women going to be lonely? They tried to shame you. They had that damn uh, psychologist by the name of psychologist Greg. He rolled out. We need to teach men how to date and get their levels up. We have the dating coaches. We need to teach y'all to have some game in the mouthpiece. They tried everything, everything, and it didn't work. You ninjas need to spin plates. We had old baby boomers that were married telling y'all to be players. Man, listen, shit didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't scare people back. Now women said men ain't men ain't approaching us. And of course, every time I post a video of women saying men don't approach anymore, there's always that one 46-year-old woman that jumps in. I get approached all the time to get penetrated and get approached by bums. What are you talking about? Are you getting approached by legit offers in marriage? No, you're not. You live in Baton Rouge, and you got a lot of starving ninjas out there. We're not talking about these guys. So now dudes are going monk. Dudes are taking a red bill. Dudes are going MGTOW. Dudes are going free agent. We got all these acronyms, SYSBM, if more. We got a whole bunch of things going on here, and they know about it. So this is the counterpunch. They're going, you know what? These guys are scared, and this is what I told you. What we need to change is the law. I cannot suggest men get married until the laws change. Until they change the law and take down them family court buildings brick by brick. Until these judges and these attorneys are unemployed. Don't move the needle. Hold the line. And dudes are holding the line. So now they're like, okay, DeSantis is like, you know what? Get rid of alimony forever. Let's see if we can get some of these guys at the plantation. You know what? Let's modify child support. Let's let these bitches put child support on their on a card and then we can see what they are purchasing and we're going to limit getting black and miles crown royal steak lobster we're going to limit that they can only shop at these places women lost their mind so you're seeing a counterpunch by the politicians leading the leading the charge cuz they need men to spend money they need men to spend money. And the best way you can get a man to spend money is put a woman in front of him. And if that woman said, and, and they're also changing the fact that uh, child custody, a lot of a lot of states are going 50-50 right off the rip. They're not changing custody because like they were doing in the 1980s. They're not starting off with the woman's going to get 100% or 85 and you're going to get supervised visitations. So they're making these adjustments and they're seeing this is the counterpunch to this movement. This is why we got to keep speaking these facts. I said, nobody make a move until those laws change. And DeSantis, and I want to say some of these people in Texas are making the move. What about the end of early terminations of pregnancy? What about this student loan debt shit? You don't think this is all together? This is why when people say, stop discussing politics, 
you're an idiot because politics is a part of this. The reason why we're in this position is politics. Politics has direct influence on all of these things that you complain about. Politics and feminism go hand in hand. So politics has everything to do with this. When ninjas are start getting their passports and leaving the country, they start to scramble. Mm. What passport, bros? Oh, hell no. We got these ninjas leaving these girls in Jacksonville. We got to end this shit. <laughs> we got to end it. Ninjas is getting a passport. Mm-mm. The low life ninjas that's going to be getting the lowest rung women of society that are failing and flopping financially. And you cannot deny it. Every time I look up, women are struggling. Women most affected by the economy. Who's going to put people on child support when ninjas ain't having kids? <laughs> Who's going to put men through lifetime alimony if they ain't marrying? With that being said, with that being said, take a look. I think when you look at the sentence, this is a counterpunch to the culture that is shifting where men have been awakened by the lights of the best of the best. Kevin, Andrew, Myron, Walter, Greg, Pearl. These people are reaching massive audiences. And then you got the next tier people, Anton. You have the next tier of people. I don't care who you like around here. I don't care who you have a beef with. Then you have the third tier, the fourth tier, the fifth tier of people. We reaching Joker in the first and second tier. Okay. Then you have everybody else that's coming underneath all the new people that I don't know about. Steph. It's, it's going nuts. Joker's on the second tier. Uh, behind uh, Walter and all of them. <laughs> Shout out to Walter. Of course, you have Angry Man, the originals, Obsidian, Black Manosphere. Shout out to them, brothers. You got Donovan and uh, Anthony Johnson. AMS, you don't think, you don't think, you don't think that we ain't affecting people around here? Sandman, originals. Shout out to the originals, Sandman and TFM. Angry man. Some guys, I can't say their names. I refuse to say it. So, Tommy, originals. We took the, we took the, we took the baton from these guys. And some of us borrowed a lot of their shit to become who we are until we developed our own voices and our own method and our own philosophy. So, shout out to the people who came before us. You don't think that we ain't having an impact that these politicians ain't looking up and going, yo, this has been a steady 10 years. It's 2023. We're probably in the, in the last 15 years of this philosophy. If you're new to this philosophy, if you're new, please understand. We don't sound like anybody. There's nobody above anyone. Although I say CGA above all. We've all taken a little bit from everybody. And we need to start. Just because you see these guys with 500,000 subs. They're not the best. There are some people that have been doing this. And they barely got 10,000 subs. And they got censored and demonetized and shadow banned. A long time ago. And we borrow from these people. Even some of these 
Rudy Poop, PUAs and whatnot. So we this is a long time coming. And I'm glad to see that these people like DeSantis is looking at it at least and say, we need to figure out how to get these goofy men from getting their passports and leaving, going free agent. Dude, you, do you realize the power that a man has, the power of his feet and the power of his wallet? Shout out to Obsidian. I think he was one of the people who would talk about that a lot. If we take our money, <laughs> it's too late for a lot of people. If we take our money and we going to travel on ourselves and eating king crab by ourselves, we out here enjoying the junior college. You out there going out there, getting your passport trap, experiencing it. You don't think that is massive power. You don't think that that is, you don't think that that they're not recognizing what's going on. They're like, what is going on with these guys? And a little bit of offer of sex and a little bit of relationship and love wasn't doing it. Then shame wasn't doing it. Now, all of a sudden, they then they tried to shame us, and shame wasn't enough. All of a sudden, every name they call us, I adopted. Yep. You don't think that they feel this vibe. They feel it. And feminism is the other thing there, where women are like, we're going to work, and they're flopping. Trust me, no matter what you think, about the women in the workplace and feminism, women are flopping out here financially. They're not earning the money to get the taxation that they thought they were going to get. They're failing. <laughs> okay. This isn't to belittle them. They're failing. Then they can't reach the child support. They can't reach the divorce. They can't reach. Who are they reaching out to? The government. The government can't support them. Can't. They're like they're dragging that this is a mess. This is an absolute catastrophe. So you're going to see people shuffling, and I'm going to tell you, keep holding the line. Hold the line. This is not the time when people started saying and suggesting marriage and telling. I was like, no, don't do it. The only time that I would suggest it is if the laws are changed, and I've been saying this from the beginning. Until the laws change, there's nothing clear. Oh, the women are changing. They they understand. They watch CGA. They watch Andrew. They watch Kevin. And now they get it. And I said, no, they don't. Don't make a move until the laws change. The laws change. Now we got a different conversation. And you see DeSantis actually pulling, pulling this right now. Anyway, don't think we haven't had a powerful impact on this. Shout out to B-Real Mahogany. Some of y'all dating with marriage in mind, she discovers, she's discovering new restaurants. Some of y'all dating with marriage in mind, she's just discovering new restaurants. JC says ninjas be looking like Kadeem Hardison in Vampire in Brooklyn before they go to the doctor. He says ear falling off, eye popping off, and trying to drink NyQuil, and that ain't going to work. You're going to need something stronger. Lord Messiah discipline, coach. You should get yourself a black dynamite soundbite. He says, I think it will really suit you. And he says, dynamite, dynamite. Give me that free agent lifestyle for life. And man, men are going. Yeah. Okay. You got people. Yeah. I'm telling you, when I say women are broke, they're on a broke on a level that you do not understand. Shout out to the women who are making it. And when I say women are broke, I, men are broke. 
So there ain't no way in hell y'all ain't broke. <laughs> right? All right. I know men are broke. But there ain't no way in hell women out here outdoing men at all. There's no way. And I did the episode about women are expensive. So there's no way they can cover the cost of basically maintaining themselves and not be reaching to a man, a sugar daddy, social services, a husband, a baby daddy. There's no way they can make it. Or there's no way. Them bills kicking that ass. I don't care what she makes. Bills kicking that ass. That's just the, it's inevitable. All right. Uh, Edward, by the way, grocery store kicking that ass. Shout out to Edward M. He said, Coach, your content is excellent. You have a series of mistakes men make in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. I'm interested in what you would advise men in their 50s and 60s to do. He's a 55-year-old man. That'd be a good episode. I might have to increase uh, that right there. 55 years old is a dangerous time for men. You're very much a target. If you have just a little bit of hair on your head, you're walking upright, you're physically in good shape, you have people knocking down your door, roast beef for dinner. You know how many roast beef sandwiches you're going to eat as a 50-year-old, 60-year-old man in shape? You're going to have so much roast beef thrown at you, right? You're going to have so many Xanax and wine, alcoholic liver, liver dysfunction, kidney disease oriented, gout, bunion on the toe women, corns all across the toes. Do you know how many them women going to be on you? And they're going to be good looking too. They're going to be good looking women. They're going to be good looking women with ronkled up necks and saggy titties. This is going to be a mess out here. You're going to be like, I'm killing the game. I'm killing it. Do you realize this woman is on a life support in a variety of ways? Her adult children are drowning in debt. She drowning in debt. You better stay away from them women. Stay away. They going to want to marry you first on site. She going to get them claws in you and she going to sink them claws. She going to be talking sexy. Mm-hmm. She going to be drinking her wine. Perhaps, uh, I'll show you how sophisticated I am. These young girls don't know how to put it on you. Do not fall for this. Do not fall for this bullshit. You're going to have sex with her two times, and she's going to be like, mm, so where is this going? <laughs> she's like, is this a commitment? I'm not that type of girl. Like, you single at 55, 60, woman, hush up. Living in the back quarters, mother-in-law quarters of your uh, of your of your oldest son's house, his mansion in the suburbs, you living in the mother-in-law quarters, talking about you not that type of woman. So anyway, you know how many women in the suburbs that lived in their mother-in-law's quarters of their son? They had a whole family in the front house. They had a whole wife and two kids, and she tucked in the back. Upstairs above the garage, talking about I'm a sophisticated lady. Right, you like what the fuck? Like, give me them cheap. All right, let me go on around here. Here we go. This is crazy, man. Where is this going? She gave you a five second romp, five minute romp. She's like, is that it? That's that's where we going. Where we going? We a couple now? No, we ain't. It's crazy, crazy man. So what I would tell you is, do not fall for any of their stuff. These women are well-versed in the art of manipulation. Never trust a woman over 35 years old. She know how to manipulate like crazy. 
And if you starving, you're going to end up married to one of them old bats. With her, with her big toy pointed all the way towards the other four toes, her bunion so bad. Soon as you marry her up, she's going to be on your benefits. She's going to be on your life insurance. She's going to be feeding you applesauce. She's going to be gassing you up. She's going to be feeding you. Uh, <laughs> she's going to divorce you within eight months. She's setting yourself up. She's going for the retirement plan. She's the black widow. This the black widow. She's going to be lacing your shit up with arsenic. Ninja, you're going to be done giving you that pudding and liquid Drano and your Gatorade. This is going to be our antifreeze. This is going to be a mess. This is going to be a mess. Catastrophe. Stay away from these people. They lethal. Guys know what's going on at senior citizen houses. They lethal. They lethal, man. These people, man, dude, you guys underestimate. You guys underestimate women. And I'm telling you, ladies, I'm telling you guys, I'm trying to school these guys. Do not underestimate women, especially women that are older, 50, 55, 60. And you be like, she's a lovely lady, and she looked great. I can see her. She got her implants from her second husband. Her second husband paid for implants. She got them. She divorced them. <laughs> There's no more alimony. There's no more child support. You got to realize this woman is does not qualify for child support anymore. They're, all of her kids are 25, 24 and up. She done ran out of child support. Like there's no more and there's no more future child support. Think about it. Think about it. I'm giving y'all think about it. She's not getting her younger self back. She's not getting child support ever again, and she's never getting alimony again. This woman is on, she's shooting blanks. She's shooting blanks. So she like, I got to get this dude to marry me. Let's get his ass, rush his ass down the aisle so I can get something, retirement plan, something. They on EBT. The alimony from their second husband or their third husband then ran out. She only got married for him for three years. She only got a year's worth of alimony. That ran out. Tell me I ain't lying. T somebody tell me. I'm telling you guys got to understand. They be out here on the deck. I got to get me a man. And it's bad for them. You think the numbers are bad for single women in their prime today? The numbers are already bad. It's like three and four to one for the available men in many cities, especially if you are a successful black man, it's 20 to one in Atlanta in Indianapolis. Like your odds are great. When you're a woman in your fifties, you got to find a man that is not married anymore. That is not bitter or tainted. Meaning that this 55 and 60 year old man has access to resources and he's not bitter and not gay. And wants to fall in love and marry. This is a mission impossible. This is, dude. Because every man in his 50s and 60s has been divorced at least once. If he's single, he's not a forever bachelor. He ain't been at least divorced once. And that man has actually have his kids out there that doesn't depend on him. So the kids are going to be out of the way. So he doesn't have young kids where the where the woman's going to come in and then have to have a nine-year-old kid to raise as a stepmother. She knows that. By the time the man is, is in his 50s and 60s, he doesn't have kids 
that are minors that a woman has to come in. The kids are out of the way. They're successful. They're gone. Her kids are a piece of shit, still smoking bait pipes and weed all day. All right. They a piece of shit. They getting bailed out of jail. Her daughter is out here getting DUIs every other weekend. Okay. So they, they, the, the, their, her kids are trash. Victims of her divorcee. Her kids have witnessed two divorces by the time they were 15. So they out here doing, doing despicable. All right. <laughs> so she got a, and now she got to find a successful man with hair on his head that can deliver a little bit of pipe that can pay for her, get her out of debt. That could actually doesn't have another woman that ain't philandering playing around. That's marriage minded. That's not bitter and hurt. That's not bitter by the system. That wants an older woman. That wants a woman in his fit. He's tired of messing with 20 year olds. He's like, I'm tired of these 20 year olds. He want, he and can dance. He can do the swing. He can do the sock hop. He can do the salsa and merengue. He looking like. Clint Eastwood, he looking like he looking like Idris Elba older. He looking like Ike Turner. Somebody that don't abuse and won't beat her. Do you realize this man is impossible? Fine. If she finds a man like that, she yeah, the electric slide, he can do the Chicago, he can go stepping, he can hit the with the step, he can do the, he can do the hustle. Silver Fox, he got a perfect combination of beard, uh, salt and pepper, and a little bit of hair, salt and pepper. And if she finds that man and you got 401k, retirement, property, vacation home, ability to travel first class, she going to sink her claws like an eagle. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> She going to sink them claws into your skin. You going to you want to know when her real true colors are going to come out? This is going to be a crazy show. You want to know when her real true colors are going to come out? It's not going to be towards him. This is where you got to stay. You know when her real claws, let's see when her real claws are going to come out. Let's see if anybody knows this. Oh, she's going to be cooking pies. She's going to be cooking pies. She's going to be like, here, I made this. Her real claws are going to come out when another woman comes around that man. You're going to see that woman turn into a witch. Yep, mate guarding. You got it. Mate guarding. If another woman comes around that man and she says, oh, this bitch got a good one. And she comes over and she slides. She slides in on that dude. She went to the bathroom and another 50 year old woman comes slide in. She going to turn into a witch. Her skin going to fall off. Her makeup going to rot. Her hair going to go from black to gray. Her hair going to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
She gonna turn into look, my they get me over here here. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> she gonna be claws out. Ching ching ching. Like werewolf. Like a werewolf. Ska! She gonna make guard. Man, please. It's going to be, and you're going to look at her like, whoa. You're going to be like, ma'am, like, yikes. And you're going to think she loves me. That's not love, man. That is not love. That is some evil protection. And if you flirting back with that woman, you're going to get scratched up too. <laughs> Scar! She going to come up. Don't, don't let her catch you flirting with another washed up mothball smelling like 50-year-old woman. Don't let her catch you. 50, 60-year-old woman smelling like mothballs at the bingo at the Chicago step class. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she worked too hard. She worked too hard, Ninja, and she know ain't another one like this guy. It's like 40 to 1. She got you. She like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I am not letting this one go. Let's get to the rest of these, man. Shout out to Thriller. Just paying some tuition, coach. Hope you're well. Everyone liked the video. He says, give me that winning sound bite. <laughs> yeah, man. That Botox going to pop out. She's going to have a vein. She's going to have a vein in her head right here. She's going to have a vein up and down her head. Crazy. Shout out to PJ. Throwaway. I'm going to need the Reverend X for that video of them griping, coach. I'll, I'll get it going here. All right, what do we got? No government name, BH. Okay, wait, that was earlier in the day. That was earlier in the day. All right, shout out to PJ Throwaway. I got a couple more, and then we're going to get back to the show. <laughs> it gets ugly, and do not ever, and do not ever uh, go to a nursing home or a 55-year-old and up and plus club. Man, you're going to see some evil. You're going to see some pure evil. Smelling like Vicks and icy hot. Newski says, my girlfriend, baby, my materials went through my email without permission and found me in these streets. In these streets. I take full accountability, but she just left me and said we can co-parent. Literally was about to move out. Um, you was about to move her in next month. And she would have had free rent, no bills. But I don't know if this is a blessing or just the beginning. Well, you have a kid, so um, you're going to be on child support forever. All right, until you're 50. So get ready for that. Shout out to Maryland guy says, uh, just to add to my last super chat, when women hear about your stock portfolio and see other women interested in you, her lack of attention to you goes out of the window. Indeed, I hope I didn't skip a super chat, but yeah. Uh, especially older women. We're talking about older women. If they know you are in financial shape, don't think women are dumb. You guys think women are dumb that they don't realize that you're a catch. Uh, and what they'll do is they'll um, they'll act like that they're the catch. All right, but they know what they're doing. They're truly very much um, astute and attentive. Attentive. <laughs> uh, they're messing up my stream. They're messing up my stream on the the um, on the other channel, the Notorious channel. They know what's going on. We got my man RTS says here's my first contribution. Here's my first contribution to my favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look Indeed. at him. Are you the greatest? 
You know what I'm talking about? He says, uh, now I can officially be removed from the 97% of Ninja Watchers. Your live streams have been getting me prepared for when my future ex-wife decides to monkey branch. I'm at the bait and switch stage. Uh-oh. He says, the marriage will tells no lies. Stop. Shout out to you. All right, man. All right. All right. Let me get back on. Let me get back on. I got, I got a lot. I'll catch up at the end. I've been doing a lot of ad lib here. Let's get into the legacy conversation. All right. Uh, by the way, if you want to follow up, follow up on my ambition stream. Uh, check this out. This is a guy that goes by the name of Tom Joyner. He's a radio personality. Shout out to Tom Joyner. Somebody share us uh, shared this with us on locals. Tom Joyner for the guys who are lacking ambition, who think life is hard, who think it all comes easy for people. Even when you have top talent, it says right here. Fun fact: Tom Joyner flew from Chicago to Dallas and back every day to be on a radio show in both cities, Dallas in the morning, Chicago in the afternoons. God dang. And it says, whenever think, whenever you think you're not working hard enough, remember Tom Joyner worked 18 days traveling daily from Dallas to Chicago, running two radio shows. All right. And here it says right here for eight years, for eight years, he did a morning show in Texas and an evening show in Chicago and flew back and forth every day. He says at the highest point in his career, he was making $14 million a year. All right, so shout out to Tom Joyner here. Um, let me give him an epic win. And as you can see, he didn't die. He's still alive. All right, he ain't dead. He didn't. He, I'm sure he experienced burnout. I'm sure he experienced all that shit, but he wasn't afraid to work. He wasn't afraid to sacrifice. He didn't limit. That is truly a limitless endeavor, a pursuit. And of course, when he was making it, well, it's easy to do it now. Oh, no, it wasn't easy to do. I'm pretty sure he lost. I don't know if he, I don't know about his marital status. I don't know any of that. I'm pretty sure his wife might have complained. I'm sure maybe he experienced a divorce. He might have he might not have been the best father, but he wasn't there as a father. Man, but people remember when I tell you, you can't have it always. You got to learn that there's trade-offs to everything. You want to be a great dad? Good. Go in there and work at the come and go somewhere in the middle of uh Rock Springs, Wyoming and go back and forth and be home by 5:30. All right? You're going to find out even that is going to go underappreciated. Okay, you'll still lose your family doing that shit. So um, shout out to you guys. So there is no there is no situations where, well, at least I was a good dad and I had a job and I was stable and we went on two vacations. We went to Jellystone and we drove to California. So what? Mm. All right. Great. Good for you. <laughs> OK, but some men say, look, this is bigger. This is bigger than me. This is this is me uh, uh, pursuing this and this is going to be the best for me. Okay, then just trying to be everything and then do you'll find out you'll try to be everything for you and your family. We're going to get to the legacy conversation. You'll try to do everything for you and your family, and it still ends up going underappreciated and unrewarded. Now, you guys got to know that if you really want to make it out here, take a look at this. Wow. Tom Joyner flew from Chicago and Dallas back every day. Grinding. Grinding. Ninja ain't no excuses. Mm. Ain't no excuses out here, brothers. 
man, you got to do what you got to do as a man out here. Let's get to this legacy conversation, man. There ain't there ain't no free lunches and the work don't come easy. He like, I got an opportunity and I got the talent. Let's do it. If I got to go here to there, so be it. So be it. Yeah. All right. So shout out to you. Legacy. Is the legacy lifestyle over for our legacy ninjas out here? You're looking to fall in love, have fornication with your wife. Well, it wouldn't be fornication, but have um, simulated sex with your wife, put babies in her belly, have children, support them, stay married in a happily married, happily marriage, thrive, see your kids off to college, see them repeat your cycle of success in relationships, have them understand the sacrifices it's going to take to work their ass off, be able to support them until their mid-20s and 30s as they repeat your cycle, create a family, start producing kids. And then they repeat that so that your grandkids can have a head start in front of the rest of these goofy Americans. Do you think that's possible? Well, with divorce, well, with baby mama, baby daddy syndrome, child support, the reading rainbow community, ninja shooting each other over pizza, hot dogs, and chicken, um, the lack of marriages, marriages going down, birth rate declining. You have entitled, spoiled ass generation Zers and millennials, young millennials, participation trophy culture, no ambition ass men, leech ass women, <laughs> feminist. Your daughter becomes a feminist. You're like, damn, worst case scenario. And they become a him, hey, him, they, zimzer. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Is this possible now? We're going to look at a couple of scenarios here. We're going to take a look at yet the latest father, although this is old news. We're going to introduce it as new news. Yet another father's being trashed by his entitled, spoiled-ass kids. All because her feelings got hurt. All because, yeah, your son looking like Drake running around here in nail polish wearing a dress. You got to deal with that shit, too. 20% of them are likely to be in that. Your son going to be a virgin until 30. Okay. That's what's happening. Okay. Somebody said, Krista Rebel, I missed your super chat. I ain't got there yet. All right. I haven't got there yet. Stay tuned. I'm doing a lot of ad lib. Let's go up. Is it possible? Let's take a look at Jackie Chan. None other than Jackie Chan. In a 2018 video, his daughter's throwing his ass all up under the bus. Mm. Let's figure out why. This video has been brought up from the dead because social media at the time, social media at the time was, um, it says right here, social media at the time was not as popular. So I don't know if this is accurate. I'm going to have to pull it up on another browser because the volume is not available. And it has been fact-checked, so you have to take that into consideration. I have to see what the fact-check is talking about. Maybe this is not. Who knows? But it says right here, says at least one photo or video in this post could mislead people without additional context. All right, we'll figure it out. So it says right here, Jackie Chan. Uh, let me pull it up. Hold on for a second. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's viral video causes controversy as a estranged daughter. 
her allegations of homophobia and neglect resurface. Is this true? Is this true? According to this website, over the weekend, Jackie Chan made waves on social media as a video surfaced of him watching an old on-screen stunt accompanied by a woman whom we many presume as his daughter. The young girl who was mistakenly believed to be Jackie Chan's daughter is actually the co-star. And Oh, okay. So I guess this is wrong here. But the martial arts star and his actual daughter are currently estranged. Oh, I see. So the his current daughter, his actual daughter, which is Etta something, I can't pronounce that, are currently estranged. Etta has, a, uh, pl has publicly accused her father of abandoning her and claimed that he harbors resentment towards her because of her sexual orientation as a lesbianist. Okay, so here we go. As a lesbianist. All right, she's a lick of low lover. According to TMZ, Etta has made allegations that she has had no contact or support, which is money, from Jackie Chan for several years. All right. And she says that she has left, she has was left to fend for herself, including periods of homelessness, despite her connection to her famous daughter. And Chan did not respond to Etta's accusations in 2018 and has remained silent over the viral fake daughter, daddy daughter video, which was another video. It's not this video they're talking about. They're talking about another video. So let's listen to this video right here. Uh, wait a minute. Play it, play it, play it. Keyshan's daughter, and this is my girlfriend, Andy. We've been homeless for a month due to homophobic parents. We pretty much slept under a bridge and other things, you know? Um, yeah, I've asked all my friends for help, and I've asked all my family for help, and everyone just keeps sending us to the direction of shelters where they know we will be split up. All right, there you go right there. Uh, they made a public plea to say that Jackie Chan, uh, Jackie Chan has been discriminating against the daughter. Not only that, but also cut her ass off. Reverend X, uh, tell his daughter how this works. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah, man, they failed to realize that, man. Reverend X, man, we got to tell them. Cut that bitch off. I mean, listen, this is entitlement. This is the culture we're talking about, and they will spare no expense. Sometimes we have to worry about your baby mama. Sometimes you have to worry about maybe your ex, your your ex. You have to worry about shit like that. Now you sympathy, you legacy ninjas got to worry about your kids trashing you. And you have this. We've done this, and we've done several videos of this. This is going to be the new state of the world as Gen Z and millennials, young millennials, try to navigate life a very tough lifestyle ahead a very tough lifestyle ahead and so you know um you know she's got her lick low lover there and she's got uh decisions that she made we don't know the insides and outs but jackie chan seems to be an honorable man and he's like look man <laughs> look i'm gonna tell you how to do this i'm gonna tell you how to win but she says i want to lose she got in her feelings. Trust me, unfortunately, young women and some young men today, some young men, wait a minute. I didn't mean that. Some young guys, some, some young guys. I'm not trying to be racist here, man. I'm just letting you know. That's just how it came out. Uh, 
some young girl, some young suit. All right, uh, let me stop. <laughs> All right, hold over a second. Listen, some young, these young men are in their feelings. It's very tough to navigate the world. I'm pretty sure he gave her the blueprint. He gave her the blueprint and he gave her rules and he gave her guidelines in order to follow. But what we call that today is we call that controlling. You will not believe that as a parent, you're going to be called controlling if you give your kids a blueprint and you give them guidelines and you say instructions. Hey, this is what you're going to do. This is what guidelines you're going to face once you become an adult. You have all the ability in the world to make your own decisions, support yourself, and follow your own path. Unfortunately, now that I'm a parent, I have to um, I have to do the government's job and make sure you're not a damn uh, deviant out here. Thus, here's the guidelines, here's the rules. Follow them. They're going to call that controlling. The educational system will back them up. Because you will find out that you don't own your kids. The state does. And these lame-ass teachers and these goofy-ass psychologists will co-sign on that. Just to let you know. So if you are a legacy ninja, we live in a time where weak men and women create difficult and rough times. Your psychologists, your attorneys, your teachers are going to co-sign this shit. And it's going to make it difficult for you to be the pay rent. Now, the problem is, this is where I'm going to tell you where the problem is. Number one, the parent is probably trying to hold the child accountable. That's number one. So the child makes mistakes, parent comes in, holds kid accountable, and then you have the structure. And if you have a divorced parent, they're going to actually blow this up like dynamite. They're actually going to use this as an opportunity to um, uh, arrest custody for you or make a change or modification, right? So you have that going on. This is why the legacy, feminism has ruined legacy, uh, family legacy. But what will happen is what people don't know is avoid having that kid avoid a, a parent holding a kid accountable. When that kid, by evidence of this and many stories that I've told you, once that kid becomes 18 and a legal adult, Guess who is not in their lives anymore? Teachers, psychologists, the goddamn baby mama terrorist. Guess who else? The family court. Guess who else? All of the people who sheltered that kid from being accountable and say, you can do what you want. Guess who now going to get the blame? Because dad going to say, well, wash my hands and he going to be gone. The only thing left is the court of public opinion. So now that kid is going to go through life, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. And then they're going to say, all I got left now is the court of public opinion. And then now they're going to run and it's going to be the same sad love song. Debbie daddy. My daddy did look, my daddy cut me off. My daddy stopped supporting me. He stopped talking to me. No, you stopped talking to your father. <laughs> okay. You stopped accepting his support because it was controlling. You ran out here in these streets and there's no more people to turn to you on your own. 
So when the dad said, okay, bitch, do what you want to do. And he walked the hell off and said, hey, my hands are tied here. This is yet another example of that. The guy said, I'm minding my own business. And now she's dragging me in the streets. Talking about. And it's all Jermaine Fowle. It's always Jermaine Fowle. And then we saw this with 50 Cent son. Then everybody says, you know what? You know what, 50 Cent? You should be a father to your uh, you should be a father to your kid. He reaching out to you. He looking for you. Don't abandon him. Be a good dad. Invite him in. And 50 Cent said, forget that ninja. You know why? Because 50 Cent probably heard all the way up until that goofy ass ninja was 28 years old that he ain't shit. He carried the mantle for the baby mama. He said, I ain't going to listen to what you do. He didn't follow his rules and guidelines. He called them controlling. He said, I didn't need you. And then guess what? When the shit hit the fan and there was nobody else to turn to and that baby mother could no longer sue 50 in the courts and he can no, she can no longer drag him because everybody knows she's crazy, allegedly. And then when he can no longer go to the psychologist because psychologists can't help you but put you on head meds and they ain't going to pay your rent. When you out here, assistant manager at Subway and your father out here making money and doing what he was doing when your punk ass didn't listen. And you out here living under a bridge. And now you want to not follow the rules. You're not going to apologize. You're not going to disconnect from your baby mama terrorist because now she's 50 and 60 with nowhere to go. Now your mom who tried to shelter you from your dad from holding you accountable is now 50 and 60 with nowhere to go. She can't get no child support from this ninja. She can't sue him. Guess what's happening now? She tired of making $5 footlongs. <laughs> okay. Dr. Dre went through this. Now it's time to shame daddy. He ain't helping no more. Now she broke out here. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. <laughs> and now she out here licking carpet and making footlong subways. Hey, it is what it is. And as you can see, hold frame. 50 cent held frame jackie chan hell frame he was like you old enough to decide you old enough to decide your orientation you old enough to support yourself you old enough to cause all this uproar in the family you old enough to support yourself see what i want to tell young people is when you go through this stage we all go through stages of rebellion you got to remember you're gonna be an adult way longer than you are a, a kid Way longer than you were a child. Starting at 18. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Uh-oh, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Uh-oh, your dad's still going to be alive, thriving. 41, 42, 43, 44. You got to go to 80. You got to be in your daddy's will. <laughs> now who you gonna turn to now other than the court of public opinion and the court of public opinion can't say shit they can't do nothing Jackie Chan said man let her drown I don't give a damn he he said they said Jackie Chan said yep let her let her let her <laughs> Jackie Chan said yep let her freeze see I want you guys to understand much of the much of this like Kel Mitchell's daughter. Much of this, like the guy from the uh, the um, 
the uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball team. I keep forgetting his name. 50 Cent son, Dr. Dre's daughter. Much of this is going to come back. You think you hiding behind these teachers. You think you're hiding behind these counselors. You think you're hiding behind your mother. You think you're hiding from accountability. Oh, Vince Coleman, Vince Coleman. You think you're going to hide, but the true test is when you become an adult. Master P, son, yes. Master P, son, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. And when you come crawling back then, it's going to be too late. As you can see, fathers are holding frame. 50 cent hell frame. Dr. Dre hell frame. He was like, that's it. And you're not going to tell the complete story. You're going to say he was homophobic. He might have been. I'm not going to probably deny that. There's a 50% chance that he was. But you ain't telling the whole story. You ain't telling them what you put him through. You didn't tell them the pain you caused him. All because you didn't want to be held accountable. You didn't tell him that he just sat there and said, damn. Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons is going through this right now. There's so many kids that are doing this and they're not thinking long term. And many times they're carrying on the mantle of their baby mama terrors. Right. And so what's happening is these these kids are saying, hey, this is my protection. The baby mama terror says I'm protecting you. But when you become an adult, there ain't nobody else to protect you from. And then if your father holds frame and guys take notes, hold frame. <laughs> it's you. It's your legacy. Don't let them guilt you back in. Don't let them get you back in. They don't want to have instructions. Let them have for self-destruction. Guys, if you want to be a father, this is something that you have to worry about. Okay? If you want to be a father, this is something you're going to have to worry about. This is going to be the new phase of shaming men for making decisions about being fathers, right? This is the old, let me, let me pull up this clip, okay? Then I got a little bit more to talk about. I'm going to pull up this clip. I actually shared it on my Instagram around Father's Day. I didn't I don't I don't think I shared it here, but it's the clip of um Bishop TD Jakes. Okay? And what we're doing in our country is a lot of women. Ladies, listen to me. A lot of women are telling men how to father when you do not know what fathers sacrifice on a daily basis, what fathers do, what fathers go through. You got your mouth all in a man's business when you need to sit your ass down. Unfortunately. And you guys are causing problems that unfortunately you and your kids are going to have to live out their entire adult life. All because you think you're protecting someone and you're punishing them. Let's get in here. Another childless person tells me how to be a father, I'll scream. I know this is going to get me on TikTok for sure, but here I go. If another woman tells me how to be a father, I will open my mouth and flat out scream. I, you can no more tell me how to be a father than I can tell you how to birth a baby. I don't know nothing about birthing a baby. I don't know nothing about nursing a child. You have to know what you don't know. Shut up being the teacher and just be the wife. How do you know how to be a father? Not only are you not a father, most of you didn't even have a father, and yet you're an expert on how to be 
they they booed the man in his own church, which tells you about the black church. It's an absolute farce. The black church has been a farce since I was a young child and I recognized it and I abandoned the black church a long time ago. It's a farce. However, they booed this man in his own church, primarily because 70, 80 percent of his fan base is women. Okay, and he got in trouble before and he got in trouble again. Here's the thing. In our society, we have therapists, children, and women telling men how to father. This is why people are in the position, Jackie Chan's daughter, Kel Mitchell's daughter, 50 Cent's son, Master P's son. Yeah, we should listen, but you cannot keep out, out here telling men how to do this when you ain't knowing, and guys, when it's time to pass on the will, when it's time to pass on the property, when it's time to pass on the retirement, when it's time for that a young adult to struggle, because in their 20s, they're going to struggle. When it's time to be there, when it's time when, when they flop, when it's time when they have babies, when it's time for them to graduate from school, they're going to want the father to be there. They're going to want the father to be there. They're going to want him to contribute. They're going to want him to hand down his legacy. And he's going to be like, nah, nope, <laughs> ain't doing it. And then they're going to jump on the internet and say he ain't shit. This is the next, this is the next phase of this feminism flopping. Check it out. Check it out. This is another example right here. This is in the New York Post. My daughter refused to let me walk her down the aisle at her wedding and he says, so I ain't paying for it. Mm. A father described a challenging personal drama on social media and, and asked other people for their input on the scenario. I think this was the one. Um, I think this is the one that we actually did the video on. Maybe it says right here. It says right here. He received that input. Um, let me start over. It says right here. And others asked the input on the wedding scenario within the immediate family. He received that input in spades with over 6,000 comments and so forth. I'm a 45-year-old mother with a 19-year-old daughter. I believe this is the video they might be. Let me see if I can find if that's the actual video because they're not showing the video. I'm not sure. All right, 45-year-old, 48-year-old man, 19-year-old daughter, and he's always, the daughter has always been an independent thinker. Shout out to the kids that have big aspirations and goals and dreams. Support them. He says, I raised her to be an independent thinker and think for herself, which I've always appreciated. He said, however, he says that the uh, the two of them ahead of her wedding hit a bit of a snag. The man who did not share his location, but who goes by the name of live appointment something on Reddit. She got engaged and decided that she didn't want me to walk her down the aisle. She argues that her mother and I don't own her. Therefore, we don't have no right to give her away. All right, this is your legacy, right? This is your legacy. Added that, added the man, I feel hurt by this because we never treated her like an object or a piece of property. Rather, we've tried our best to provide her uh, with a wonderful life. This sounds like some entitlement shit right here. The man told others, her stance seems extreme to me, and despite discussions, she refuses to budge on the issue. I respect her choice but I feel she's uh, disregarding our feelings completely. Tough one. 
It says he then said, as a response, I told her that if she feels this way, that I won't be paying for her wedding. I want you to understand, gentlemen, this stance is going to be seen as controlling. In today's culture, I know we have a lot of older men who don't mess with Gen Z women like me. You don't have Gen Z children. You don't talk to young people. You're kind of insulated from this. You don't realize that this is controlling. If you say to a child, and these teachers are telling your kids that when you send them to free school, if your parent says, listen, I'm not going to pay for your college if you choose this major. If you don't cooperate, I'm not going to give you your college savings. I, if you don't do this, I'm not going to buy you a car when you move off to college. Do you understand that this and our feelings culture is called controlling? It's called manipulation. And it's called, you're going to be, it, 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 it's, a, it's a tough world we live in. And this is what you're seeing. And I'm pretty sure she's going to respond in kind. The father added, I don't want to go, uh, come across as controlling and manipulative. There you go. It's true. I don't own her. I also don't owe her a fully funded wedding. He writes, she can pay for her own wedding if she insists assistance on this stance. He then appealed for help and insight. Quote, I'm feeling quite conflicted about this. And he says something else. I want to see what the people say right here. In an editing post, he wrote on to clarify, this isn't about making the wedding about me, walking her down the aisle while all eyes are on her anyway, and then sitting down is hardly making the wedding about me. It's about her attitude. He continues, she's had every opportunity in life so far, which this talks about his sacrifice he made for his kids, meaning that he worked and he worked overtime. He spent 90% of his income and his savings and his future earnings, and perhaps what he'll leave behind for her. And this is what fathers do for children and for families, and it goes underappreciated. Sad. And it says right here, and to exclude us from this day is a spit in our face. It's a rejection of everything we've done for her, sacrifice for her, given her, it's selfish. He also says that 90% uh, of wedding traditions and symbolism had roots in things we don't acknowledge today. We're getting away from tradition. Should we stop all of them? The rings, the flowers, the dress, the wedding power, the cake party, the cake, and the flower girl. As a father, it says right here, walking his daughter down the aisle, he also wrote, has been about respect, pride, love, and honoring the father-daughter relationship for far long and far longer than it was about ownership. So here it is. A lot of people are like, no, this means you own the daughter. I mean, what does this mean for the man marrying this woman? And he's looking at this. This is going to be how your future mother of your children is going to indoctrinate your kids to believe. You should see this as a threat, a warning sign. Damn, this is what you think about your father? What are you going to think about me as a father? Here we are. He says, this man said further independent thinking doesn't mean rude or selfish thinking. Being an independent thinker doesn't. Give someone the license to disregard and disrespect the thoughts and feelings of others. I want to see if other people commented. All right, he got a lot to say about this. He definitely bitter and hurt. Oh, there's comments. All right, let me see if they, uh, what are we doing here? 
on what the hell going on here. All right, there are comments on this story. So let me see if I can get it. Let's see if I can get it. We do have commentary. All right, but what are the people saying? I'm just curious. It says right here, we gave our millennial children gifts of security, freedom, and from financial worry, a home which to grow up without too much responsibility. This may be the first generation to be raised in this way. In many ways, it backfired on us. Something I've said a long time. I think Generation X overwhelmingly over, overcompensated for our lack of love and parents being around that we thought being around and helicoptering our parent, our children and keeping them supported and being there and being available and listening and listening to them tell us how to parent. We thought that that would be a win, but overwhelmingly it is weakened parentage and it's been a loss. I said that I said that I said, this is backfired because what people don't know, what people don't know is the kids that are being raised today don't realize that many of us were raised completely differently, right? We were raised where we used to get smacked in the teeth. We were raised when we got left in cars. We were left home to fend for ourselves many times. Many of us as older kids babysitted our younger kids when we were teenagers. We didn't have a life. We had to cook and clean and do chores and, and pull weeds. You know what I mean? So we actually overcompensated as parents and it still backfired what he thought is what's being present and being listening and being part of their feelings was going to result in kids being appreciative of this and in fact they don't want it you will find that if you're always around your kid as they're aging up until their early adulthood they actually don't want you around you guys realize that being a burden and and, and off always Going in, hi, kid, how's it going today? Hi, kids, how's it going today? They don't want to be around. They're like, get away. But we thought that's what would make things better, and it backfired. It says right here, many have no sense of responsibility towards the family or gratitude. It's very sad and disappointing. My daughter and I have a strained relationship since my divorce. Joined the club. She came around when she decided to have a destination wedding. Okay, so they had a strained relationship, but then when she wanted to get married, she came around. And of course, I ended up paying for it, which was very expensive. Guess what? Three months later, she kicked me out of her life and haven't spoken for me to me in three, over three years. Live and learn. She's no longer a part of my will. I wouldn't have paid for her wedding had she said I didn't. I don't want to uh, hurt. A, I don't walk her down the aisle. Live and learn, ninjas. Live and learn. You guys got to start holding frame out here. Shout out to the masculine frame. It says right here, let her have the wedding she can afford as a free thinker. She's probably prefers a small wedding, small private affair with the family dinner afterwards. She's too young to be married, in my opinion. But if she's smart and independent, she'll see the big deal is not the wedding. It's the marriage. All right. So that's actually good input. Let me last one. I guess they won't be doing a father-daughter dance either. Tradition like com common sense is no longer in fashion. So we're talking about legacy. The only tradition still being observed is who gets to pay. Woo! You hear that? And this isn't even red pill, but they dropping red pills. 
They said the only tradition still being observed today is who gets the pay. And that's not only in marriages, that's in dating, that's in marriage, that's in, um, it, it, that goes across the board. The, everybody's progressive until it's time to pay the bills. Everybody's a feminist until it's time to pay the bills. Everybody's strong and independent until it's time to pay the bills. Then everybody goes back. Tradition, real man. Wow. Unbelievable. So this legacy thing is getting very complicated. There's a gentleman, and I think this is it. There's a gentleman, and he goes by the name of Tone Talks. I believe he's an, an attorney, Antonio Moore. And he's going to do something here. We're not going to watch this whole video because I'm running out of time. Okay? But I appreciate all the support. He's going to talk about the make-believe economics of America. Um, I'm, I wish I could share more and talk more about this. And I found this interesting. He has a chart. And somebody shared this with me here on Locals. But he has this chart, and he's talking about legacy. Who has the opportunity to have legacy here? And he has this wonderful chart right here. Shout out to him. This is his channel. His channel is Tone Talks, T-O-N-E Talks. But he has this chart that he created right here. Okay, shout out to him. I don't get to get to YouTubers right here, but check this out. And this is the brother here. Let me let me give him right here. It's Tone Talks. This is his channel right here. This video is four years old. All right, Um, shout out to him here. I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing. Says right here, the ultra elite, the elite, the people in good economic standing, and the average person. And then below that are people with zero wealth and negative net worth. All right. And so, percentage wise, he goes into great detail of the percentage of people who fit into this. And he talks about race and he dissects it in race. Unfortunately, most of the time we talk about race, we only talk about like white and black people. And there's just so many other racial people here. I think if we boil the conversation down to white versus black, we miss out a whole bunch of context. So I wish people would actually explore further because this is this is a class system. It's not it's not just white and black people anymore. We have Asians, Nigerians, we have East Indian, we have Latinos of all kind of Latinos. You know how many type of Latinos there are? I mean, there's one, but there's nationalities that distinguish one from the other. You can't say Mexicans or anything like Dominicans, right? They're, the only thing in common they have is probably Spanish. And even then, it probably doesn't even sound the same. All right. So, um, you know, um, actually, if you know anything about Spanish, actually dated a little girl from Honduras. She, well, she was fabulous. Um, the Mexicans that heard her speak Spanish, and she was from Honduras, which geographically is very close. They didn't even trust her because of how she sounded speaking Spanish. So, no, she wasn't thick. She was a little tight, little foldable. All right. She's a nice little, about five foot one. And Hondurans tend to have uh, a lot of Afro-Latina characteristics. So they tend to be darker. But what she would say is when she speaks Spanish around Mexicans, <laughs> they look at her like, who are you? Right. They they look at you like I don't understand. They'll they'll say the donde eres. All right. When when she talks, they'll the first thing they'll say is the donde eres. All right. If you don't know, where are you from? They won't even answer her. They'll, the donde eres. Sir. Uh, so you will find that European Spanish from Spain speak completely different 
than any people that are going to be on the West Coast. He said, what, what sets you claim, fool? Uh, Orele Vato, they hit her with. So I think the conversation about race and class in America needs to open up significantly, not just white and black. With that being said, here it is right here. The legacy people tend to be here, up here, up in these elite and the ultra elite where you're looking at $6 million net worth and above for the elite level, 1.2 million net worth. And then he distinguished between what type of universities you're probably going to be exposed to. You're going to build legacy. You're going to have things available. You're going to have things for the kid to be able to build. He says a dot-com startup. And this is where the legacy, unfortunately, because we have massive classism, massive classism in America. I think classism is way more important than race. I wish we can get to that because I believe I'm a, I'm an elitist as well. I just don't have the money. <laughs> All right. But I have an elite mindset. I actually tell my kids, you're elite. And, um, you know, the kids either accepted or rejected. And I tell them how elite people operate. And it's not the elite elite, not the NWO, but you have to think you're elite. You have to separate yourself mentally before you can separate yourself physically. Before you can separate yourself financially. You have to tell people you're elite and actually tell them how to function as an elite. Some people will reject it. Unfortunately, you're dealing with adolescents and kids. They may not see it. They may not understand it. Now, the ultra elite are very controlling and manipulative to tell them, I'm going to write you out of my will, all right? You're not going to have, you're not going to be able to get my mansion. And then they and then they turn into the Menendez brothers victims. So this mindset has to be something that, you know, if, when you're developing it, everybody has to be on board with it. You will be shocked that many people will go to average classism mindset. And these are people that you risk and sacrifice everything for. Is anybody perfect? No. But when given the chance, people will choose average. And they will try to make that shit work. Even without the ability to be self-sufficient. They will choose average and then they will fall in the zero net worth and they will fall in the negative net worth. They'll choose this. Jackie Chan's kid. 50 Cent son. You see what I mean? All to become not controlled. This is what you have to understand is going on here. But what you will find is that we still live in a culture in, a, in our country where class is the distinguishing characteristic between who wins and who loses. And here you go. The elite level, UCLA, Pac-12, all right, community development opens a restaurant and this and that. Good economic situation where you're just fighting to get up into the elite level. They're saying $500,000 net worth. Schools like University of Georgia, paying off your children's student loan, preparing for retirement, right? Think about this. This is here is a struggle for most people where you can give your kids a head start if they're not indoctrinated by the public schools the courts, therapists, and such forth, they can actually get off to a good start where they have their loans paid off and they have their retirement set and they're in your will and they can actually inherit. Do you know? Do you know? You will have people that you associate with, family members, okay, um, community, 
sometimes a spouse, sometimes your child, that will reject all of this. So when we talk about the legacy, where the legacy is, is up here. Elite, ultra elite, elite, and good. That's the legacy we would all wish for. But most of us, even with our best intention, can't get it. Because of feminism, because of divorce, because of people putting child support and people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, battling custody, padding child support. Because women will say, I want to make my own money. I want to be self-sufficient. And then they run out there and fall flat on their face. And then they scrape, they scrape against the, they scrape against the social services. They clamor and complain and scream about pay, pay gap. They use the family court system to survive. They're ripping away legacy. They're ripping away legacy. I know parents that are spending tens of thousands of dollars fighting over custody of teenagers. It's disgraceful. That money can go to potentially giving your kids a great head start. But no, 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 no. Let's spend tens and thousands of dollars on older kids. You want to think about a poverty mindset? That is a poverty mindset that is going to scrape away legacy, any potential legacy. They're splitting up families daily. You're killing legacy. You're killing momentum. And if you think kids can have legacies with families that are annihilated and separated and co-parenting, you cannot. I'm here to tell you, you cannot have legacy that way unless one of the parents becomes super rich uh, somewhere where the kid is actually still under the authority of the parents. You have to get lucky to be able to get that and then have the kids benefit. And then they have to be willing to not have been destroyed and or follow your path. When it comes to this system of legacy, it's not about race, but the class mindset, the poverty mindset, you guys are using these systems to pass forth, back and forth, tens and thousands of dollars. And then everybody ends up with zero when the kid becomes an adult. You play lawyer fees, you play child support, and the kid has zero to show for it at the end. There's no way you can have a legacy. And I want you to think, if your kids become um, like the woman in the marriage, you said, hey, I did everything for you. I'm glad you're getting married. You're taking the right step. We have a legacy. I'm going to pass it on to you. Then your daughter in your in her wedding shoots you right in the foot. She flushes that legacy right down the toilet. How in the hell do you have a mindset that you could have this generational wealth in the face of feminism, in the face of spoiled entitled kids, in the face of, in the face of reading rainbow culture, public school indoctrination camp? How do you create a legacy from there where the kid says and and the kid and and the wife get to tell the father what to do? This is unbelievable. It's becoming very, very difficult. And as you can see on this chart, the average family, the average family 
is a family that has $110,000 net worth or more, no college possible, no college savings. They don't qualify for financial aid. Thus, they are looking at student loan debt. You're looking at trade school, paying bills, W-2 worker, possible Uber as additional income. Now you got no legacy. There's none. You got wage slavery and take a look at the family. Now, this isn't bad. This is the average American, but there's no legacy. This kid's going to be W-2, not having enough money to start a business. You're not handing down anything to these kids. Your kids are basically going to start over when they create a family, if they do. If they create a family. And if they create a family, they're going to start over from scratch. Like many of us did. Like I did. Below that, zero net worth, negative net worth. All right, which is now the standard position for most. They said this is the average American. I would venture to say now going into the next 10 years, the average average American will have zero net worth. They'll have negative net worth. Everybody right now listening to us, 90% of us have negative net worth. Okay. What legacy? When people say, what about my legacy? What legacy? When people ask me about coach, but I want to have kids to pass on my legacy. What, your sperm? Is that what you're passing on? What legacy are you talking about? There is no legacy. Is there generational wealth? Yes. The ultra elite and the elite. elite. And somewhat the people who are in the upper middle class. You're going to pass on poverty, wage slave mentality. You're going to pass on possibly a broken family. (laughs) That's what you're going to get. And it's tough because now if you want to avoid this, you're going to have to work extra hard. And you got to make sure you don't marry a feminist. Right. Let me get to these super chats. I want to thank you guys, man. Appreciate y'all doing the super chats. Um, um, did we? Are we still going live over there? <laughs> All right. For some reason, my notorious channel went down. Are we still live over there? All right, we are. And unfortunately, I closed the tab, so I'm gonna have to do some. I'm gonna have to do some digging because I lost all my super chat. Oh no, I didn't. All right, they're still there. So, um, man, I thought I was gonna have to dig. Pause. Trilla says, just paying some tuition. Hope you're well. Everybody like the video. Give me that winning sound bite. I gave it to you. Zoman says, can you make a whole stream about hitting the bottom? That issue is so interesting. I'm Haitian, so I'm blessed down below. Pause. But it explains so much. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too graphic. Maybe on the local stream, I could talk about hitting that bottom. Uh, S- Scotty B, love you, coach. Soldier for God, too late. When my kids is 18, I'm headed off to the Philippines. Shout out to you. And a lot of guys are going to have to think about that. All right. Are you going to be here for your kids? Okay. So when your kids become an adult, are you going to stay here and, and uh, potentially end up like that father who wanted to walk his daughter down the aisle and she stabbed him in the back? You could have been better off in the Philippines. Doxy Trash, he says, you hip to the dink movement also. He says, us Gen Z and millennials be making on social media. He says, uh, Dink is going to be um, 
dual income, no kids. All right, so that's going to be a popular thing. It was popular back in the day, but dual income, no kids, I believe. Shout out to Rational Rationality. CGA is the Mace Windu of the Red Pill. Shout out to the, uh, I hope I pronounced that right, Jedi CGA for life. Chris the Rebel, if a man wants a legacy, he should have seven things before marriage and long-term relationship, which is God, health, purpose, money, and a philosophy to live by. Money and women, I'm just saying. And your, your philosophy must be strong because you're going to be challenged. As a man, you're going to be challenged. Your philosophy is going to be challenged. Your authority is going to be challenged. Okay? Your authority over your own family and your kids is going to be challenged. I say this to you as a means to warn you. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. The entire time you're trying to do what's best for your family, that your own family might be uh, challenging your authority. Your mother-in-law or your monster-in-law might be challenging your authority. Your mother might be challenging your authority. Your kids are going to be challenging your authority. Your boss, your ability to support your family is going to be challenged. Your, your spouse's friends are going to be challenging your authority. The counselor, the therapist, the judge, the attorneys, everybody going to tell you what to do and how you doing it and they ain't got no skin in the game. And all you're going to do is show them the middle finger and tell them to stick it up their ass. If they want to take care of them all the way until these people are adults, they can do it. All right. But they're going to challenge you. And if anybody says that I'm not true, uh, I'm not telling the truth. Let it be known. Tell me I ain't telling you the truth. Your pastor is going to challenge your authority. Okay. Your, the, the, the people at your kid's school go challenge your authority, the principal, the teachers. It is going to be a difficult thing. You got to be able to stand in strong or some men walk the hell off. And when you walk the hell off or you stand in strong, they still going to have the same judgment about you. Eric Powell, another one is when you get sick. He says, if she has to take care of you, but y'all ain't married, she's going to bail on you. She's going to be out. Okay. Tolu says, oh, that's the woman that the uh the older woman. Tolu says free agent lifestyle. Listen, coach game. Game of Thrones, coach dropping truth bombs all day. We do nothing but tell the truth. JC says, I shared Joiner's post in reference to your consistency. Appreciate you. If I can be like Tom Joiner, I will love it. CGA's only female live stream watcher. CGA, this show is already off the rails. We need to stay focused, my brother. Goat. Train Yang in here. Shout out to the Train Yang gang. She want the Train Yang? Train Yang. Shot X coach. They can change the laws, but I'm still going to be a passport bro. I'll let the pro blacks have the black women to themselves. I'm not dealing with them. S-Y-S-B-M. He out of here. Floyd Holt, your info and the data turned this 40-year-old legacy ninja's thoughts on having a family around. I don't want to experience a great divorce staying monk. Tolu says, CGA, you missed my super chat. Another donation for the channel. And I caught up. Flavor Country with Chef Martel. Shout out to you. He says, I get your wait. He says, I get what you're saying. I think you meant. I got one year left on child support and my daughter is 20. Just hit me the other day and said, Dad, I need to talk to you. But it's not bad. In my mind, I was thinking that's BS. Never in the history of conversation. Has a conversation been good when someone has prefaced the conversation with, I need to talk? All right. So expect the worst. Sometimes it's not as worse as you expect. So that's the good thing. Sometimes they'll tell you and you'll be like, that's it. 
But most times in conversation, if somebody needs to say something, they're not there's somebody going to say something that is harmless. They're not going to say, hey, I need to talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what we got here? We got Everett says dying laughing at the Harriet Tubman slave play. Pope thing, Pope thing. All right. PJ throwaway coach Larry Fink was in on Fox News earlier today. All right. And, and uh, let me see here. For some reason, you know me with names. Oh, everything. New, 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 new world order. Yes, I know. All right, now, now it's making sense. Shout out to the uh, shout out. What did he say? We're in control. <laughs> what did he say now? Jesus, we're almost wrapping it up. We got Venmo, and I don't think there's a lot. So we got our man Travis says, "I've been in this space for so long. I remember when I had to keep this part of my life secret. Now I hear my friends and peers." talking about it this is a movement he said this is a movement in our country's history that will be taught in school and i want you to understand i don't say shit just to say shit andrew tate's gonna live along his 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 name's gonna be echoing across our world for a long time despite i don't care what happens to him and if you think i'm lying like they're gonna say his name for a long time he's gonna be remembered for a long time all right whether whatever happens to him and people think I'm crazy, but, but his impact on the world has been felt. And think about it. Casanova lived in a small town in Europe and we still talk about him. So you got to think like that. Casanova only experienced, he, he didn't even have social media, newspapers, nothing, no television, nothing. And we still talk about Casanova. All right. But that being said, Whatever the story they're going to share about Andrew Tate, they're going to be talking about his ass for a long time. And that's the way it is. All right. They're going to talk about this ninja for a long time. He made an impact on society. That is not uh, because because many of his many of his fans are younger men like 12. (laughs) Like 12. 12 years old. So these ninjas going to carry whatever they heard from him at age 12. They're now 14. They're going to be talking about that shit until they 50, 60 years old. They're going to talk about his shit for a long time, bro. Um, Where we at? Travis says, I went to the auto zone to grab something. And when I approached the register, the cashier directed me to pay at the customer self-serving kiosk. I was like, you're training me on how to use your replacement. 100%. Appreciate the brothers that said I was God too. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, uh, going back to what you previously said here, this is now in the wide open. This is not, uh, we are, we're going to have an impact. Now, whether they say my name or whoever's name, it don't matter. They're kind of using Pearl as the next person. And Pearl, if you're listening to me, here's a bit of advice. I could share this secretly, but let me share this with you. They build you up. To tear you down. They build you up. You're a young person, so I got to give you some fatherly advice. They build you up to tear you down. So just be on your P's and Q's. They're giving you a platform. They're giving you a platform to say things, but they're doing that for a reason. They're doing that for a reason. You see, nobody, nobody invites me to say shit. Nobody invites me on the show to say nothing because they know they're going to get handed a whole 
a whole bologna sandwich back. You know what they're going to get back. Yeah, it's an easy lick. They can catch you shuffling and stumbling and staggering. All right, that's like when a boxer picks their opponent. We're going to fight this old oil can over here. You know what I mean? So they build you up to tear you down. So be on your P's and Q's. All right, but yeah, ain't no, you see nobody be inviting me. They kind of talk they shit and be over here. But um, ain't nobody inviting me on the mainstream show. First of all, I ain't going to go. But it is what it is. And so, as you can see, what, what will happen is, and just a bit of advice, she represents now because she's taking the opportunities. Whether she knows it or not, they're using her to represent the entire philosophy. So now, because she's an easy lick, She's a young girl, inexperienced with life. Then they can say, oh, you represent these guys? Well, we can tear everything down based on you winning or losing a debate. And I see this a lot with people who, re who, who react to her videos, which, you know, I'm a little concerned because it's disingenuous. What they'll do is they'll just take her words and say, oh, the manosphere, the manosphere is queen. And then they'll just take take her and then they'll say, this is the manosphere. And I'm like, and we warned you of this. We warned you of this. I said, she said in the studio here and I warned her of that. I actually told her if you go back, we did a collaboration where I told her exactly that. She's sitting right here with her feet out. All right. But. I said, if you're the voice, this is going to be an easy way to destroy any of the work that has been done previous to you because they're going to give you fanfare. They're going to give you exposure. But then they're going to say you represent these guys. You're their queen. And then thus, you, since you're flawed, everything else is flawed. And that is not beef, okay? That is not beef. That's real. Remember, I only kick the facts. I don't care about nothing. But CGA, but with, with the reality of that's is what they're going to do. So people are saying she a plant and all that. Well, you know, only time will tell. I can't tell you if it's true or not, but that's the facts. All right. Shout out to the macaroni. Tony said the N word swear jar. Chill. Shun. Oh, I forgot the chill son. You're not on the member stream. Did I say the N word? Sometimes I do it, but let's go ahead and chill real quick. Oh, the humanity. That ain't chill. This is chill. Where's chill? Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. All right. Uh, we got, uh, let's see here. Okay, we got a couple here. I thought we were good. Oh, shout out to No Government Name BHS. To your point about fitness influencers, I remember in the late 90s where Mark McGuire and others said they got muscular from creatine, and this is which led to millions of wasted money on supplements. He says, then it, then it turned out that they lied. And they were actually on steroids and HGH. Yeah. So this is this is indicative of a bodybuilder culture for a long time. They'll just say, hey, we 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 just own steak and we just own steak and potatoes and broccoli. Then they're just out there cooking up mad chicken and eating 4,000, 5,000 calories worth of chicken, thinking they're gonna look like Arnold. All right. When they out there doing <laughs> they out there at the Balco lab. So let's get it straight. My man, um, my man out in Detroit, uh, Deshaun, he says, you called it, coach, once again. You said 2023 would be the year of truth. You're right. More people will open their eyes and see the truth. 
how the economy and the department, I think you're saying right there, and pandering works, keep profiting, coach. We need you, pause. Thank you, brother. No government name SD, coach, talking about Home Depot back in the day. The hardware stores always had the cute Juco girls working the register. The old dudes that knew everything and the young dude that always uh, got everything done. Great business model. And those days are gone, mostly. Eugene says Ecclesiastics, and you're going to help me read scripture. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. Why sometimes go hungry and the skillful aren't not are not necessarily wealthy. Indeed. No government named DH says my girlfriend admitted to being a sugar baby from 19 to 13 and I still wifed her up. Shout out to you. It's what it is, guys, man. So, guys, uh, the spectrum is real. We're on the PayPal and we're going to end there. But, hey, the spectrum is real. Uh, a lot of women have worked or at least they've, they've traded some punani for money in a bind. In a bind is real out here. And if they didn't do it, they thought about it. And if they didn't, they know somebody who did a cousin, a sister, a mother. Uh, it is what it is. No lies told here. Okay. We got flavor country. Did I get you? I did. And, uh, did you, did you, did you make a barbecue sauce or something? Let's talk about it. We got our man. Kaleem says, hi coach. Have you ever thought of streaming live on social media apps like TikTok, etc.? Just wondering if it would help or hinder with your exposure. Dude, do you know my I'm shadow banned on every app on every one of these? I'm shadow banned on YouTube, I'm shadow banned on TikTok and Instagram. Like my followers go up, my views are incredible. My views are incredible. All right, I'm getting the views, but boy, they they be my numbers don't go up at all. But I get big live stream views. I mean, it's it's amazing. I, I get bigger live stream views than people with double my subs. I get more exposure. But then when I look at the numbers, them numbers never move. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I look at like, I, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling. Like Instagram, the, 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 numbers, the numbers don't move at all on Instagram. The number been the same number for about a year. I'm like, how is this stuck on 128? On TikTok, it's stuck at like 105. It don't move. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, here's the thing. You can't tell me it's, you can't tell me I'm tripping because the numbers don't even go down. <laughs> like, right? Like, you would think, because you'd be like, well, you suck at content. If I sucked, wouldn't the number go down? Wouldn't the number go down? Wouldn't you see it go people start unfollowing? At least I would see people unfollowing. But they don't unfollow or no follow. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, what? It is so rare. I am shadow man. I don't know what I did to people. Sometimes I think there's a bigger conspiracy. I have a conspiracy in mind. I have a conspiracy in mind about it. Because I'll be thinking like, this don't make no sense. <laughs> Don't make so it's like frozen. Like anyway, like I will at least want to see it go down. Like it don't even go down. It's just stuck there. I think they trying to discourage me. <laughs> they trying to discourage me. Thomas the Tank Engine says, "Shout out to the coach." I believe now that I was able to secure relationships with women because when I got the chance, I naturally went knee deep 
it hit that bottom. He says, I have a saying, one night with me and it's over. This is why my ex-wife and I have told you about lately and she stayed with you because you hit that bottom. As for the future of Western relationships, I think is doomed due to the exploding mental illness. Facts. And he says, I think, um, I think you should do a stream covering the different mental conditions that men should be looking out for. Thank you for everything, Coach. Free agent lifestyle for life. Actually did a stream on that. But um, what I do have to do sometimes is um, what I do have to do sometimes. I have to cover a lot of topics multiple times, like five or six times, because not everybody watches all my content because I live stream. Right. I'm a streamer. So I do have to cover and recover. And then if you watch me often, you'll be like, you're repeating yourself. But you'll be shocked. And I have supporters who will miss me covering something. And they'll be like, hey, coach, did you cover this? And these people say they watch my videos all the time. They'll miss it. They'll miss it. So I'll have to cover things all the time. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Sizzle says, I can vouch that uh, you've been spot on since 2020. And the C-19, he says, I was here for sure. Coach Stradamus strike it yet again and again. Put some respect on Coach's name, Sean. Give the government the A-O chill, Sean. Out here, free agent lifestyle for life. A-O chill, son. A-O. Indeed. And uh, some of these other guys, I'm going to tell you, man, if they're rising fast, I know. I'm like, man, they on the inside. (laughs) That's my conspiracy theory. I'm like, they either soft or they on the inside because there's no way in hell. Maryland guy says there's a piece on CNN that came out about four months ago titled why the rate of single men looking for dates has declined. All right, I'm going to check that out. That definitely goes in. And um, I would love to see what they talking about. I'm like, these ninjas on the inside or they just wiggling around. I'm like, they you ain't attacking the message like I'm attacking. It. I'm attacking it head on. They sidestepping it, shuffling. Shuffling through the me- shuffling through the message, saying saying just enough. I'm gonna show you where they do it. I'll show that how they do it. All right. Shout out to these because I know they watching me too, boy. That's the other thing I know. I'm like, damn, these ninjas watching me. Never saying my goddamn name. But this is how they do it. I'm gonna show you how they do it. All right, y'all. Shout out. I'm gonna react to this video. And um, I think it's going to be very important to have a discussion about it. And uh, I'm going to put the video up and uh, we're going to react to it. Okay, uh, sit back. Here we go. All right, put the video up. And this is a video of a dear, darling young woman. But they using the algorithm like a mother sucker. And this is a darling young woman. She's going to talk about something. Here we go right here. And I love women and I want to get married and have children one day. All right. We can't afford our prescriptions. We can't afford insulin. We can't afford health care. We can't afford our education. It's just so frustrating. All right. And uh, yeah, man, it, it looks like um, she's frustrated by something. And potentially I would like to marry a woman in my life and and travel with her and have kids and frolic in the water and have a swimming pool in my backyard. And yeah, so, uh, you know, this is an example of what feminism has done to women and I hope women are watching and you can correct yourself and and thus this is the reaction video um we're going to put multiple videos on this and I'm going to make a nice little uh thumbnail 
and then the thumbnail is going to be here. And I'm never going to mention any other of our forefathers in the Red Pill's name. Uh, I'm the genius here. And there you go. Um, subscribe, like, share, and subscribe to my channel. And uh, let's hit uh, let's hit 400,000 subs uh, coming up here. And rah, rah, hooray, hooray. I love everybody and everybody loves me. Uh, let's get our mind right and let's do the right thing. And I'm not Red Pill. I left the Manosphere um, after I hit 100,000 subs. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so anyway. Look, man, I'm just messing around because I know they watching me and shit. All right, they ain't got no bass in their voice. They be sitting there, yeah, you know, like, passive aggressive and shit. They ain't got no, they ain't hitting home runs and shit. They out there just tap dancing around the subject matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> then the next time I look up, they got 500,000 subs. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? 180,000 views in three hours. I'm like, man, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? I do the same video. 15,000 views. <laughs> like what? uh shout out to y'all man listen uh look hey look i got a great live stream audience hey a lot of these people who have great numbers as well they only could do eight minutes of talking and they ain't only do but two minutes of talking in the video so me on the other hand the king of kings this is why i know i'm the king of kings and the undisputed truth i can talk about this shit for hours and ninjas are still listen all right they can't do what I do, man. They can't do what I do. So a shout out to them. Hey, listen, and we need more voices. There ain't no hate. There ain't no hate. We need as many voices as we need. We need more voices. Uh, just hopefully that y'all guys know what y'all doing out here in the power that y'all have. Angel says we got to have soy CGA. And um, he says we got to have soy CGA have an alternate personality with a whole cartoon in the skit. All right, yeah. Soy CGA. <laughs> All right, I got. I think I'm done. I'm going to check the cash app so somebody says I don't read their super chat. All right, I got to get it, and I got to check PayPal on the way out. I appreciate the contributions. We'll be back for Thursday and all of that and the bag of chips ahoy. And watch other content creators. Support them all. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it, and put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out.